Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. John, everyone, what's up? And welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. In today's episode, we have our big comparison day where we compare the Walt Disney World Resort with Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure. West Coast versus East Coast. It's on. I'm excited to hear the opinions of our team here. Um, I have plenty myself, so we will get into it shortly. If you enjoy our podcast and are interested in bonus episodes, content, and more, make sure to check out patreon.com slash happiest podcast on earth to join our happiest army. You can also check out happiestpodcastonearth.com for all of our latest merch, episodes, and more. With all that being said, let's introduce your happiest podcast on earth team for today's episode. My name is Jarrett Fenema, and I am joined here today by Nick Lee in the house. Hey, everyone. Nick Foster. Hola. Gosh, Nick Squared. I always love these episodes. We have Lindsay Farmer in the house. Lindsay. Hey, I'm a newbie. Your official debut. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm also and squeaking. So you are squeaking. That's, gonna, that's okay. We can talk about that. It happens usually around your teen years and everything, but we'll get into that. <laughs> Uh, and the one and only Hunter Hazen. Hey, hey! what's going oh. on? I'm just yeah. happy I don't have to host a third episode in a row. I have <laughs> to not know a lot what of I'm pressure, doing. man. A lot of pressure. I just don't, I don't know what to know do with my hands when I record. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, no, I don't even know the last time I was on an episode. It's been so long. I think it was three weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Yeah, three geez. Weeks. I've There's missed it, honestly, so much. We've but... missed you. So much has happened since then. I feel like it. I definitely feel like it. I, you feel like you're literally just, like, missing out and you're losing just precious memories with the game. So <laughs> um, that's what softball and a lot of other things will do to you. So, uh, But let's go around the table. Brought to you by Pixie Vacations. Uh, if you're looking to book your next Disney vacation or Universal vacation or really anywhere you want to go, Make sure you hit up pixievacations.com. You'll get connected with a Pixie agent. And let me tell you, they are very knowledgeable. They will assist you in any way possible to make sure you have the best vacation ever. So pixievacations.com, it is absolutely free for you. Um, so definitely check them out and make sure you mention the podcast too. Never know if they'll give you some perks. I don't think they do, but just make sure you mention us. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go around the table. Does anybody have any news for the listeners? Anything you want to tell them before we get started? Lindsay. All right. I mean, no one knows who I am. So I just want to say like, hey. Um, so the squeaking, I'm a first grade teacher. So I talk all day, every day. So it's inevitable that I lose my voice at least once a week. So of course, the first time I'm on this show is when I'm squeaking. That's why I got my tea and I'm trying but yeah, I've been, I met Jarrett, what, like, how long ago did we meet? Yeah, like, I don't, that was. This has been a long time the, coming, so I'm Yeah, I'm we've been here. talking about this for a while. Yeah, so I'm excited I'm finally here, so. Yeah, here. and Lindsay was in our Halloween episode, right? You were there episode, for that? Not, uh, our YouTube. Our Halloween. On YouTube, so yeah, episode um, <laughs> on YouTube, so that was fun. And then she also took part in our Happiest Podcast on Earth Games, in which the green team one, if you don't remember. Yeah. Well, what, so green machine. Green machine dominated. Um, but that was a lot of fun. So unfortunate. Lindsay has had some good video content, but unfortunate, very fortunate. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, we're happy to have you finally on an episode. Finally. And this will be a good one too. So I am very you. excited. I my goal is to get on a hunter game day episode. Oh, be careful oh, what you wait, wish for. What a plug. What a plug. Be careful what you wish for. They're very challenging and cause a lot of stress. So I've been playing in my car for so long, so I'm ready to actually get it. <laughs> oh, it changes whenever the clock is ticking and you have to speak. It is. That is exactly what I said. Crap. She's so I'm cocky. I'm not talking crap. I don't do well under pressure, so I'm sure I'll choke. Yeah. This man speed. named Marky Mark once felt the same as you did, and then he <laughs> blundered his happiest his podcast game day debut. <laughs> got his tail kicked. He yep. got smashed. You hear that, Marky Mark? You need to <laughs> you need to work on your game day skills, buddy. Yeah. Have another cup of coffee. It won't help. <laughs> Just have your therapist Happy ready to blend, go, baby. Because... <laughs> You're going to need it after your first Hunters game. Yeah, Nick, That's give her a card. Give her I have card. my therapist <laughs> on speed dial, so we're good. Yeah, we have counselor Nick for that, those those moments. So We'll book you for a Patreon episode. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, we're happy to have you, Lindsay. It's going to be a lot of fun today. Uh, I know I have a couple things. Really, first off, Patreon. We have um, our recording here. Actually, as people listen to this episode this weekend or moving forward, I think the episode will probably already be released, but we are ranking our scariest Disney characters in movies, scariest Disney characters, because let me tell you, Halloween is right around the corner. I'm super excited. We only have like two weeks left of Halloween. So, uh, or until Halloween. So we got to really get in the the mood here. So I'm excited to record that this week and have that out very, very soon uh, and get some of you, the, the Patreon listeners in on that. So that'll be a lot of fun. I also... I'm going to say this now, Nick, no Christmas talk until Halloween is done. I don't, I, care, don't if I don't care if merch is released. I love Christmas. I just went to Target today, by the way, and they had like, they had a lot of Halloween stuff there. But the moment I saw Christmas stuff, I got like excited because the I spent 50 right bucks here. on Christmas stuff yesterday. Okay. I just said, no, we're not talking like that. We're not going to get hey, into that. If you wait until December 26th, there's a great sale that happens every year. Just throwing it out there. If you're looking for advice from the Grinch himself, then you should listen to that. But... <laughs> I'm just saying, celebrate Christmas two weeks after December 26th. Okay. Everything's I'm okay. Cheaper. But That's like, not point. after. Like, so you yeah. mean like. You See, shop for the next year. Honestly, let's just bump agree, into January but... 25th. Let's just let's go. Let's go let's November first to November first, baby. Yeah, to like January. January sixth is when I like start to wrap up my Christmas celebrations. All right, it's Epiphany. It's a it's a holiday we grew up celebrating with my Cuban culture. But there you go. Um, yeah, okay, we're done I, talking about Christmas. We're that, talking about that, that, that transitioned about into a Christmas episode. conversation, which was totally against what I wanted to do. Yeah. So we're not doing that anymore. You opened but, the door. I just stepped in. Uh, yeah. Listen, no, Jared, I, know, I said I have a comment about your Patreon episode about the scariest Disney character. And there's only up? one right answer. That's I, all I'm going to You can say it. The Horns King from the Black Cauldron. Okay, well, there you go. You heard there it here. Is, there's no other answer, and you can't convince me otherwise. So we're going, yeah, we're going like spooky slash scary. Okay, well, that's going to be fun. I have a whole lot that I want to say, but we're all probably going to do like our top five, I think, and, and we'll see what everybody's answers are. But, um, but yeah, excited for that. Uh, also, as you're listening this weekend, listen, my birthday is Saturday also. I'm gonna I'm turning the big three five, so that's wow. exciting. Happy big birthday. milestone. Uh, it might be halfway to like dying, probably because. Okay. My- <laughs> Dang. 
halfway to 70. It Pretty dramatic. Be, I don't know. My dad's side of the family kind of dies all kind of early. Oh, no. So. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Maybe they don't. I don't I Maybe really we need to talk about age. Christmas. Gosh, Christmas. <laughs> Listen, Coco, you guys could have a little memorial and it's like Coco. You can. Okay, Jared, no more. No more of this conversation. That's, I'm only halfway. <laughs> so, no, that's, uh, but I'm super excited. I'll be at Disney basically, I think, Saturday. We're going to try to do the old monorail bar. The old bar crawl, so that'll be fun. Um, maybe hit up a Disney Resort pool or something too along the way. So, yeah, I'm excited. Big three five, let's go. Uh, and that's all I have. Anybody else? Uh, for the Disney World Parks fam, um, just a quick note um, if you are into character dining, they just announced that Acre Shoes was opening November 4th. They did, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay, and Coda so, Cafe is coming back November 1st, which I'm excited about. I've been to the Poly a couple times, and it's so weird looking in the lobby and seeing, like, Kona has been completely blocked off. There's mm-hmm. been, like, huge curtains. So I'm excited for that to come back. Some Tonga toast back in our lives. Some Yeah, no kidding. Um, um, you say pancakes. talking about you talk about construction walls as if we haven't walked through Epcot for the last two years. I know. <laughs> oh boy, I know we're getting used to seeing. Don't it even all. get me started on that. Yeah, listen, let's not let's not. Don't get even that. get me started. We can break into that some other time. I will say at the Poly that'll open things up up there, which is super nice. I really enjoy that. So, uh, Kona would be cool, and yeah, that's awesome. I so I'm friends with a, a few Norwegians from like the Norwegian pavilion. I know like a whole group of them just came in like a week ago or two weeks ago. And, and there, a lot of them were like food and beverage. So, and they didn't have a date or anything. They didn't tell them they're working there or anything. So it was like, okay, it's gotta be opening soon. Cause that's way too many Norwegians. <laughs> we're back. We're coming back. World showcase is going to return to its glory. Let's go. Actually going to have like not, no offense to the Knicks here, but no Nick from Florida working in the Mexico Pavilion or something. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? No, hey, hey, Nick's a common name, you know. It's a valid point <laughs> because Chris, you know, Chris from Orlando. Orlando. Oh, yes, the Chris, Chris from Orlando. Yeah, not serving mm-hmm. me pizzas in Italy. Come on, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Um, another uh, quick note: this so for anyone who listens to the Walt Disney World pass holder. Um, they are doing a sale on Shop Disney that starts October 20th. Um, just a quick note for you guys. You can get 25% off of the merch on Shop Disney. You can use the code WDW25. That We have nothing to do with that. That has nothing to do with the podcast whatsoever. It just is a cool note for all of you guys to know. If you guys are into merch and you see stuff that pops up in the parks that you want to get your hands on. There's a lot of stuff that shows up on Shop Disney. So it starts Wait, October 20th. Annual pass holders? Yeah. What happens if you holders? type in WDW25 and you're not a pass holder? Probably have to put in your you. number or log in. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Like, it'll be linked. Type in my it'll, it'll be linked to your account. But yeah. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. Cool note that runs through October 31st. So if you're looking to get ahead of like holiday shopping and that's a better discount than you get in the parks as well. So um and a lot of times they do free shipping if you spend so much money so i say take advantage <laughs> yeah i was trying to order sorry to bring up christmas again but i was trying to order the christmas spirit jersey yes. shipping was $18 yeah i'm going to wait and order I'm my waiting christmas at this stuff. Like $18 christmas. To ship a sweater when does it come out in the parks usually right I after i don't know but why would we wait to first? buy yeah why would we wait to buy christmas merch in the parks when you can get it for 25% off 
on Shop Disney. Because you can move because you're not paying for eighteen dollars shipping, which is probably no. more than twenty five percent off. No, if you spend a hundred bucks, you don't have to pay for shipping. And the jersey, the spirit well, jersey, is like ninety dollars. <laughs> if you look at it in the end, all those spirit jerseys probably cost two ninety nine for Disney to make, so they can okay. put it at fifty okay. percent off and all still right. make a killing. Don't make me sad. I don't want to talk about that stuff. <laughs> I'm getting sad. Anyways, just go buy things. They go buy, go buy things. things. Yeah. Disney's desperate. Nick, Nick, trying to land himself a Disney sponsorship here. Not Shadow. at all. I just yeah, love the merch. And I buy things myself. I just feel like everybody else could use a little happiness from some Disney merchandise. <laughs> I'm not true. a merch guy, especially you, Santa. Hunter. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. A, this is my only merch. I only have a droid. That's all. <laughs> I've met Hunter one time, and I think Hunter's just a tequila guy. That's right. All I got out of the whole day was just my merch. My got merch my is the L good times. That's all I have. The piggy. I'm bank. sitting in an, an entire I'm office full of Disney bank. merchandise. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not showing any of that stuff. Yeah. I actually, I yeah, I mean, I, I've got behind me. I've got a couple of things uh, now. Oh, that okay, I think Hunter's about just it. pulling things out I've of got, the woodworks now. I've got, I've got a couple of things. I mean, I'm not gonna. Is it a contest now? Let's do it. By the way, my my cousin bought a lightsaber down here last weekend, and he he couldn't get like a reservation to like make your own, so he got I forget I think he got like the loot or the loot lightsaber he went home and like he put it in his uh his like man cave area or whatever and he texted me this afternoon he goes dude my lightsaber already basically like had a dead section because he said when he turned it on he kind of like hit it or whatever for like the batteries just like tapped it on his hand and there's just like a blackened light in the middle now that's out so he's he's getting a new one sent by like disney and stuff but that sucks. He just mm. bought it. So I'm glad prices went up by $20 for a lightsaber and that's happening. So <laughs> again, don't get me started. I know. I know. I, I, we're going to move on. Wow. We're going to move on. Please. What's this Anybody episode else? even anything? about? Let's go. <laughs> we're not getting into anything else. Let's do this. We Disneyland. are going to compare ladies and gentlemen. So as you know, and we've talked about before, Nick, Andrew and myself, Andrew wasn't able to make it. I think he's working right now. I'm not sure he's been MIA for today. Put him on a milk carton. I don't know where he's at. Um, but we were able to go to Disneyland for Nick um, Foster and myself. That was our first time going. So that was exciting. We really got to see firsthand, at least just everything that's um, there. I know we've, you know, just through like videos and hearing through people and, and articles and all these things, you know, you kind of get like an idea but just getting that firsthand experience at Disneyland, we figured when we came back from D23, let's process a little bit, like everything that we were able to experience and let's have this episode, which I really am excited for because I know my thoughts. I know maybe some of Nick's thoughts, but at least with Nick Lee, who's been there a lot um, ever since you said you were two years old. So Nick Lee uh, is like our, a Disneyland expert. Uh, Hunter has gone a ton. He's gone two days. Bam. <laughs> One trip. And I, I've seen it all. That's what all, all I have to say about That's Disneyland. About. There you go. And then Lindsay, who has had Disneyland experience plenty. So uh, she said she has a lot of opinions on things. So we're going to break this down a little bit as far as what we're kind of comparing. Um, a lot of it's going to be general. We are going to talk about certain attractions that 
are similar, both in Disney World and Disneyland, maybe compare and see which ones we like better in, you know, in the locations. But overall, very general um, topics as far as we can, and then we'll just kind of break down some things. So really starting off, I think just the experience, I just wanted to talk about, you know, we don't have to spend too much time, but the overall like area and locations of each. I wanted to get like from the airport to the city, like around to just basically like that, you know, you got your Anaheim or if you're flying in from LA to go to Anaheim, there you go. Um, And then you have Orlando, you have more like the Lake Buena Vista area, Disney, which is much larger, obviously. Um, I don't know what your overall thoughts, like, do you like Disneyland's area as far as where they're located compared to Disney World? Or do you prefer Walt Disney World over Disneyland when it comes to that? I'll get started. I'll go first. Disney World. Uh, I love it. But no, um, you just don't have the highway system. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I've always said I wish I could pick up Disneyland's rides and put them in Disney World. Because I like that Disney World really is its own world. I like that when I'm there, I really am not in reality. Um, At the same time, I get like everyone says, oh, it's convenient because you can just walk across the street and be at your hotel. But I feel like it takes away some of the magic for me. So as regards to location, I prefer Walt Disney World because I don't know. Then I feel like I am in my own world. And also, I think the ride to the airport is a lot faster here. It's like 20 minutes. Mm. And then I remember when I last time I flew. Yeah, a lot faster, less further, or I don't know. I don't know words. (laughs) Yeah, less traffic. The LAX airport was just a nightmare when I was there. So, okay. Uh, Quick thing. (laughs) Everyone's like, oh, just fly to LAX because it's you can get more frequent. Yes. However, if you fly to John Wayne, it's literally like 15 minutes tops. Like, it's a much smaller airport. It's much less traveled. I every time I fly, especially coming from Orlando, I will almost solely fly into John Wayne because I hate LAX. <laughs> it's more expensive to fly there, though, right? Generally speaking, it's a little bit more. But honestly, if you're taking an Uber or Lyft, like from the yeah. airport to the parks, it's gonna cost about the same. Yeah, honestly, I so found that out firsthand. I was like John Wayne. I will. I honestly will swear by that airport. Yeah. But I know Andrew. So when Andrew flew out, I, I don't know. I don't think he flew. He flew into LAX. He ended up, he didn't have a flight out because he wasn't sure like when he had to go back. Cause he had some uh, work related things going on here. Uh, so he ended up flying out like late night, got picked up a last flight over in John Wayne, I believe. And he said that too. He said, honestly, like he would pay more to just fly in and out of John Wayne just from convenience too. He said he walked in and it was like five minutes through security. And I didn't know that. I honestly didn't even know because it was a little more cheaper to go to LAX. So I just did that. I did take an Uber from LAX to Anaheim to my ho- or our hotel. And it was like 80 something bucks for the Uber um, at the time. So it was pretty expensive, but I had no other options. Um, and traffic was kind of like blah. So I think I would also do that. I would definitely go to John Wayne. Just if, again, if it's a little bit more expensive, if it's like a couple hundred bucks, obviously I wouldn't do it. But um, if it's just a little bit more expensive, side note, take John Wayne. Um, but yeah, I agree with that. I think my, my trip into LAX and out wasn't, well, going out was terrible because there was delays and all that stuff, which was fun. But my trip into LAX, I didn't have any issues. Like the airport, 
the Uber sucked because where I landed, I had to walk like a mile to get to the Uber pickup area. And that was like a whole thing. But um, I say for airport. Yeah. I, I prefer Orlando airport. There's something too about flying into Orlando airport and like everything is Disney and theme park related when you're like, in the main lobby it's just kind of like more magical to me i guess and i think that speaks to like this question too in terms of orlando it was put on the map by the theme parks that exist within orlando i mean that's what made orlando no la wasn't i'll say oh i'm sorry Nick. no no it's okay la wasn't put on the map from the development of disneyland like la was already hollywood la already existed for the movie scene. So when you get to LAX, I, I didn't see one advertisement for Disneyland, obviously at LAX. And then honestly, even driving to Disneyland, cause I rented a car driving to Disneyland from LAX, you almost don't realize that you're close to Disneyland until you're like right upon it. Yeah. Whereas like in Orlando, you've got billboards like, it's like building that anticipation and that hype as you're getting closer to Walt Disney world property. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree that like Walt Disney world does it, obviously it has so much more space and so much more room, but it's definitely more of a bubble. Um, like I stayed at the Disneyland hotel and I could look out of my hotel room and obviously see all of the parks, which was incredible, but I saw so much more than just the parks as well. Whereas I feel like at the Disney resorts, you're so immersed. Great points by everyone. Um, yeah, we'll get into resorts here in just a little bit. As far as like Disney resorts, I do. There's a lot of hotels and resorts in the area, which is awesome. I do think as far as like value goes, if you're, you know, it's very easy to find a not so expensive place in the area. I know the one we were at was pretty nice. Um, it was a Marriott property, I believe. And I mean, definitely much cheaper than almost any of the Disneyland places. I mean, those were fully booked because of D23 and all that. Uh, but at the same time, I, I'm not mad that we stayed somewhere else because it was kind of nice to, you know, you, it was just within walking distance slash maybe you had to Uber if you were tired, which we definitely were from D23, but um, it was only like a five minute drive to the parks. Um, the only things I have to say, as far as weather goes, obviously it's very hot and humid here. It was actually super hot the whole time we were at Disneyland for our experience. It was like a hundred degrees. So it was like a very rare occurrence when we were there, which kind of sucked, but I, so I can't really speak, but just from what everybody says about the weather in California, I'm sure that's a little bit better. So they probably get the old check Mark for that um, with less rain and on all that. So that's big. I actually think Anaheim LA, I was extremely disappointed as far as how dirty it is there it's it's not nice like that so i had a day available it was the day that everybody left i think nick was you know nick was like the last to leave on monday and i had all day tuesday basically like by myself and i wasn't going to do a park day i was going to actually go to la try to hit like the hollywood stars and all that and like go see some studios things like that and every local i talked to was like do not do it. I promise you like hang out and like go to Disney another day or whatever. But even like at the heli- the Hollywood, Hollywood um, area, like it's just, there's a lot of homeless people. It's dirty. Like you hold on to your wallets, you know, like make sure they're in a safe. It's like, that's crazy. And 
they just tell me like the beach was dirty and all these things. And that shocked me. Cause I, I honestly, I knew it was kind of bad, but I didn't know it was that bad to where there were so, it was just dirty. It just doesn't feel like a clean town at all. Even in Anaheim, it didn't seem good. So people did mention like San Diego, like that's probably like the nicest place to go. That's kind of close there. But um, other than that, like, I mean, you're not finding anything great as far as, now, there's some nice restaurants and bars that I was able to experience while I was in Anaheim. I know, um, so Chris, aka Spokesman, and his fiance uh, met up with me for this place called Craft by Smoke and Fire. If you ever go to Disneyland and you want to just get like outside of the parks, this place is so good. Some of the best brisket I've ever had it was a brisket grilled cheese sandwich. The potato salad was the best potato salad I've ever had in my life, ever. It was amazing. Um, and they have like really cool drinks. I know we went there because uh, Chris wanted to try like these TikTok drinks. Of course, we were trying to get content for it. Um, so that was fun. But anyways, there are there's some really cool places around there. Um, but the overall vibe is just like the smoggy air, the dirty town. It's just it's definitely different. I would say like weather maybe is the only thing from like outside perspective and the cheap options to stay somewhere where you can still walk to the parks. I think that's great, but that's it for me as far as like the city goes. So. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any experience at the city. I just went straight airport to Disneyland, but I can, yeah. But also saying as we zone in closer to just the Disneyland versus Walt Disney world, like Nick said, you definitely do have that bubble at Walt Disney World that you don't have, which leads to the resorts being able to be themed like they are in Walt Disney World. And so like in Disneyland, you have what are they? Grand Californian uh, Paradise, Paradise Pier, Pier and Disneyland Hotel. Yep. Is there a fourth one or is that that's just that's those three? Yeah, I think. But like all of those. Be a fourth one. We don't talk about that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, Grand Californian <laughs> has good theming. I mean, it's kind of surrounded, so it's not there's not really a whole lot around it to kind of break that theming. But isn't Paradise Piers like across the road and Disneyland Hotel are both kind of off on the other side of downtown Disney? Do they call it downtown Disney still? Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm you know, 2015 Disneyland. So that's my perspective <laughs> right now. Um, You're nailing it. You're nailing but yeah, yeah, you just you don't have like you can't step in somewhere and it be Port Orleans or you can't step in somewhere and it be Coronado Spring. Like they can't do that because Florida obviously has all that space and they have those trees, those 50 foot trees that'll basically interrupt any sight lines that you have of anything. So you can mm -hmm. completely sequester that off. But Grand Californian is, I think one of the better Disney hotels in general, one because of the access that you have um, to Disney's California adventure. I think that's awesome. Imagine mm -hmm. is which one's closer yacht club or beach club, beach yacht club, beach club, beach, beach club. club. Imagine beach club is to Epcot, but Grand Californian is literally twice as close to uh, the California yeah. Adventure Park. Like walk outside, walk down to the lobby, walk straight into the park. I thought that was really cool. And we stay there and we use that a lot, even if you're going into California Adventure and into Disneyland. So convenience is there with Disneyland. But again, that overall like theming, having different options and that kind of stuff, the creativity, Walt Disney World definitely takes the cake. I would One say. thing to also just taking a note is like with Disneyland being where it is, there's not a lot of land around it to build outward. Right. So a lot of their stuff is built upward because yep. that's all that you can do. Um, whereas like here, like if you notice a lot of the resorts, 
you have to, a lot of the resorts now, you have to check in in one building and then walk over to another building, which is where your room is going to be. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And just on top of that, parking at Disneyland is a, (laughs) you know what, it's like crazy, the weird, like, yeah, the, if, park, you, like if you Google away. Maps, yeah, if you Google Maps, I think I did this for fun, just like Google Maps Disneyland Resort, and I tried to find like the parking lots, and then you like scroll across a highway, and it's like Woody parking lot, and you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah, that's wait. for that over there? Like, what do they bust you in? Which they they do bust you in pretty much, but I thought that was wild. It's, um, ter- it's a yeah. terrible parking situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we that's say what I like about Disney World is you can just park and walk right in. I I get lost very easily. I always lose my car in the Disney World parking lot. That's why I'm so happy they added that new Uh, feature on the app. But yeah, we had such a hard time finding Disneyland parking. Like even in the garage, like it was 12 lanes trying to merge down to three. One person was going this way. The other person was going that way. So yeah, I mean, parking at Disney World is just so much easier. And I don't know how much it costs, but like i Honestly, if you're close enough and not close enough to like walk, maybe just Uber. Cause, uh, and one thing we found out, we weren't hundred percent sure if you could do it, but like with Disney's California event or uh, the grand Californian being connected to DCA, I actually just went through, through the, the exit there into grand Californian. And I took an Uber from their motor lobby. Like, so it was really close. I didn't have to like walk way out of the park and walk back to like the main Uber pickup, like between both parks. It was just like, Perfect. Grand Californian gone. Um, So that was clutch. The one other thing I'll say is, you know, 90% of the time I'm going to the parks or the resorts by myself, even if I'm meeting people. And the big thing I love about Disney World is, you know, you hear all these stories about what's going on in the world. And here I feel safe walking to my car, walking Mm -hmm. into the resorts by myself. In Disneyland, I didn't feel that way because the second I left the property or left to go to the parking lot, like you're in the real world and there's people waiting out there trying to sell you something. True. Just as a female, like walking by myself, I feel a lot safer at Walt Disney World. Like I never question my safety here. Yeah, 100%. So I think with parking, we can relate. I think Walt Disney World has it much better just because of the options of all the parking lots connected right to the theme parks. Um, I think with resorts, very similar. I know Paradise Pier is kind of into this like weird situation. Nick, you, as you know, like they're, they're going through renovations here soon, as far as like updating their, their whole theming with that to make it a Pixar themed. So there's a lot going on with that resort, but the Californian awesome, uh, the Grand Californian. And then yeah, Disneyland hotel was awesome. So yeah, I think, you know, and when it comes to resorts, limited options, but they, they do theming. They, you know, it's, it's, you could easily probably like blend a couple Disney world resorts to say like, like the Californian was like almost like a wilderness lodge. And then like, it's Disney kind of like the difference is in Disneyland. Disney is the theme. You have the Disneyland hotel, you have the grand Californian paradise period. I mean, they kind of, they're doing something with that, but like, it's more like you're in Disney. It's Disneyland. That's the theme. Whereas Mm -hmm. Disney world tries to put you in some other place, Disney world or not just yeah it's a different kind of approach there but yeah yep um one last thing i'll say it is nice that they're kind of near the parks i know for world of color i actually was able to watch it through uh i actually again hung out with chris um and a couple other friends andrew and again chris's fiance 
like we were able, they have a patio, just a heads up. They have like a patio upstairs on one of the floors that you can actually just go stand. It's for free. It's not like, I don't even think I had card access. You can just go out there and then you can watch world of color from like up top for free. So if you're not in the parks and you want to do that, that's a great idea. I don't know if you need access to get to the floors or not, but um, that was awesome. I really had a good time with that. And then Nick, your view from your resort was really cool with the parks too. So they have some cool views from those resorts just because they are a little bit closer, I think, to the parks as far as like being almost connected to them. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So Grand Californian, when we were at Oogie Boogie Bash and we walked on one of the tree trails, we were by where Maleficent was and looked mm-hmm. up and there were balconies to the Grand Californian right there. So like, which would kind of be annoying if you had that balcony and you were listening to yeah, Maleficent <laughs> yell at guests all night, but... But still, the fact that there's a balcony right over the park, like we don't have that at Walt Disney World. So yeah, exactly. Um, the views love are it. The only other thing I wanted to say is just because from our experience, Trader Sam's. Listen, I like their Trader Sam's because I love their outdoor area a little bit more because it's not like connected right to the pool. It's it's near right near the pool, but it's above. It's like above, so you don't really like hear the waterfall and the kids and all that stuff. And like it was pretty quiet, but. I like their outdoor area. We didn't really go inside, so I'm not 100% sure. But I love Trader Sam's there. Their green yeah. bean fries or whatever were freaking bomb. So good. The so Disneyland good. Hotel was a blast. I That would be one that I would definitely recommend to people if they can afford it to like stay there because it was yeah. awesome. But it is it is pretty overpriced as well. So Yeah. Um, cool. So let's jump in. Disney Springs versus Downtown Disney. Disney Springs, uh, bigger. It's definitely bigger. Again, I think a lot of this is going to come down, you know, it's quantity versus quality. I think when it comes to Disney world versus Disneyland, uh, I, I enjoyed downtown Disney, um, over in Disneyland area. Uh, we went to ballast point brewery. That was really good. They had some good food. They had some good, uh, Andrew and I were able to enjoy that when all was said and done with, uh, a D 23. So it was kind of like a nice, like decompose or composers decompose, compose ourselves and like just relax a little bit. Uh, we did do a Splitsville event there, which was fun with Hulu. Um, so it was a little bit different than what like normal um, operations would be. But I like Splitsville as far as Disney World goes a little bit better than Disneyland's. Uh, but it was still good. Uh, but and then World of Disney was a lot smaller than our World of Disney here. It's a lot smaller, but still a lot of the same products you would expect. So I don't really have much as far to say with this. I didn't really like spend a ton of time in downtown Disney. I just know there's just a lot to offer at downtown or at Disney Springs. And so you get some like cool, unique restaurants and shops, but I think Disney Springs would probably take the cake. Cause it's got Raglan road. Let's be truthful. So <laughs> no, I, I will say that said, um, I love hundred percent. I love the location of Disney Springs though. Like it's so, it's so nice to leave the parks and be able to walk over to disney or downtown disney like we don't obviously have that with disney springs you have to take a bus to get over there or go park and which that can be a nightmare on weekends and during Mm -hmm. the evenings as well so um i will say that that is one win that downtown disney has is that it's right there next to the park entrances so my sister and i couldn't find merch that we were looking for in the parks and so we were able to just leave the park, go over to World of Disney and find what we were looking for. So, yeah. yeah. Yep, and I that's think totally that's the agree. one thing Downtown Disney has is the convenience. But like when we were there, we didn't have like a sit down reservation. And after like an hour, we kind of saw all the stores. We stopped and had a drink. So 
for something like downtown Disney I and Disney Springs, I think what Jared said is right. Like in something like that, it is quantity over quality because there's just so much more space for people to move around and do different things. So yeah, yep. that's all I have to say about that. I have a question. Right. Um, unless we're going into more downtown Disney because I, mm-hmm. I did not experience too much downtown Disney, but does Disneyland have any sort of equivalent to drinking around the world at Epcot? You've got Trader Sam's, right? Is there alcohol served in the parks at uh, yeah. California Adventure, DCA? Yes. No. And, technically and they do when they food and wine. Ogres at Disneyland. That was the first alcoholic drink ever sold at Disneyland was at Ogres Cantina. Oh, that's right. They do have an Ogus Cantina. But I'm I'm just tallying in my head as we go. You know, chalk, you chalk another like another point for Walt Disney World on that one in my book. Great unless, point. Unless y'all that can convince be, me otherwise. That may be your opinion, but in my opinion, I appreciate the fact that I don't <laughs> have to walk around park. a theme park with a bunch of booze around blubbering idiots. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hey, for all of us that booze up all the time. So Honestly, terrible. though, like for me as a as as a like a guy who will travel there with my kids, like there are times where I'm at Epcot and I'm like, all right, we've had our fair share of Epcot because it's Friday night and things are getting a little wild around here. And I want to remove my children from the situation. So the fact that I can go into Disneyland and I have to worry about that, it's kind of nice. So appreciate that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, d- uh, just a heads up, California Adventure does do food and wine, but they do their food and wine during the springtime. Um, and so they right. have food booths all around so um, go during the DCA spring. and they also do different other themed festivals. So like they did one for the Lunar New Year. Um, right now, I know they're doing one kind of for Dias de los Puentos over in the cool. side closer to, um, gosh, where am I thinking? Right by the Little Mermaid kind of would you walk around that way and like Goofy Sky School. Yeah. They have like an area there that um, they kind of themed a different area. They rethemed things over time yeah, so one around, thing that i think yeah. Disneyland does a really good job is they actually do celebrate a lot of different holidays not just the major ones that's a good so like, they do, like the bring a lot festivals more. there's more yeah. in disneyland as far as like what they'll do for like festival stuff or like celebrations yeah good point which um, is crazy because we have an entire half of a theme park dedicated yeah. to world celebration and they yeah, do a better job point. celebrating other like world holidays i don't know that yeah good point step up your game epcot <laughs> garrett um yeah, completely unrelated it. you're talking about christmas earlier a christmas commercial just came on here we go stop <laughs> just so stop. what options do we have for christmas at disneyland versus okay. walt okay world? next on the list <laughs> let's, let's talk, talk about halloween. that let's talk halloween okay we were able to experience and again this is something that not everybody's probably going to be able to experience just because it's a seasonal item but since we were able to go during this time, I really wanted to kind of compare Oogie Boogie Bash versus um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. It's tough for me. There's a lot of, I think my expectation for Oogie Boogie Bash was a little bit different than what I experienced. Not in a bad way, but I experienced, it was it was more of like a Halloween Horror Nights, but like a nice version of like, you know, family friendly version. It wasn't like that. I thought there'd be like cool little like scare zones, kind of like little things. But all it was, and and correct me if I'm wrong, all Oogie Boogie was for the most part was characters. Yeah, and, I think that, and, that's and, like and, a, and the, I think cool that's a, the Villains Grove, and but. they have the parade. But I think that's a strong selling point for Oogie Boogie Bash. I think Nick Lee and I are going to be on opposite 
teams here yes, because probably. it's not a hard <laughs> it's not a it's not a hard decision for me. And obviously, we're comparing Mickey's Not So Scary with Oogie Boogie, and I've done both now this Halloween mm-hmm. season. I would go Mickey's Not So Scary hands down all day, every day, in a heartbeat. I get. <laughs> I Nick's ready to jump in. I understand. <laughs> right now. I understand Oogie. I understand why people love Oogie Boogie Bash. Like, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy my time. I'm not saying that I I didn't appreciate it for what it was. I'm just saying for someone who looks for a lot of and more entertainment when it comes to a ticketed event. And when I say entertainment, I don't mean character interactions. I mean shows. I mean fireworks i mean a parade that lasts a little longer like those are the things that i'm looking for which is why i lean towards mickey not and i I wouldn't even say lean i jump towards mickey's not so scary um because that is that is a major difference like with oogie boogie you have incredibly rare characters like that was phenomenal to see and i won't talk too much on oogie boogie because i know nick's ready to to (laughs) Yeah, give his thoughts and opinions but but so that was really cool it was really cool to see and experience those characters if you're looking for candy i think you can absolutely get more candy oh my god yeah you get so much more candy but that's not again that's not what i'm looking for like i love our stage show i love our fireworks with the projections on the castle like that was something that i missed so much with oogie boogie bash there was no like big moment where it pulled people together and i get why because you I guess, well, I don't really get why, because with World of Color, I feel like we could have gotten a Halloween version of World of Color, which I think they did the year before, they from did. what I understand. Yeah, I don't know why. Year. I don't know why we didn't get that. Like, to me, that would have made sense. It would have made sense to have a show that w- was thought Agreed. Halloween themed. So I don't know. Those were just the things that I feel like was lacking. Again, though, I know Magic Kingdom like the back of my hand, so I can navigate that event so much easier than I did at Oogie Boogie, which was a disadvantage to me. Like it was my first time at DCA. So I walked into that park, like not knowing where the heck I was going, you know? So that, that makes it a little bit more complicated to enjoy the event, but I don't know. That's my thoughts. (laughs) Why is Oogie Boogie better? Okay. For those of you that do enjoy character interaction, and it doesn't have to be full-on meet and greets, just literally interacting with characters, doing all that kind of stuff. Oogie Boogie Bash wins hands down. Like, there's no comparison. So just for frame of reference, I both events are about the same amount of time, which is about five hours long. Um, when I went to Mickey's Not So Scary, I only met Jack and Sally, Belle and Gaston, and the Thoughtful Spot crew. So Pooh, um, Tigger, Eeyore, and Piglet. Um, when I went to Oogie Boogie Bash in that same amount of time, I met 22 characters as opposed to eight. But do, do you feel but there's yeah, a reason? Like, it's because that's all there is to do other than uh, a parade. Well, other than so a parade. they do a Guardians overlay at nighttime, which is Monsters right. After Dark, okay. which is which an I amazing ride. And you it's have so to good. Do that you yeah, we did that. It's it amazing. was amazing. And do a, I know they did do a World of Color. Um, before that was a Halloween version. I don't know if it had as much like popularity as Disney expected. And they probably thought that they didn't want to bring it back because it might not have been so popular. But if I remember correctly, it was like some story about a little girl who was like, not sure if she wanted to be a villain. And then she like runs into all these different villains. They're like, you should be a villain. Here's why. 
my gosh. Yeah, really? I think that the show. It was, I, it was a hell way, kind though. of story. Is that? No, I think that the it's show did it. I, I don't think it can. <laughs> is Jeff Dahmer a hero or is hold, he? A, hold <laughs> on. But I, <laughs> popular opinion though, I don't care for the Halloween fireworks here. I really honestly don't. <laughs> but it's something. Oh, oh, well, I don't know how. Why? What? That's okay, unfortunate. Jack so Skellington. Hold on. Bring Jack back Hallowishes, man. Yeah, okay, I know. 100%. Yeah, that I'm okay with. Better. But the current one, I'm like, I'm not a big fan of. And part of it has to do with they're trying to project a full story on the castle, which is already hard enough to see certain things that I'm like, you I mean, can like every, make every fireworks and show they do now. Yeah. That's all I'm just they like, do. I can't, you know, it's. For me, it's hard. Like they're trying to do a full story, and then it's like zooming in. I'm like, "Ooh, that's a lot." But <laughs> trying to look at that one time, and when I went to Mickey's Not So Scary, I, my friend and I were literally like, "We're not watching the fireworks." <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't on our list to do the stage show. I will give it to Disney World and Mickey's Not So Scary. But the fact that I, in the same time of, of the events, I met like almost three times as many characters and got like eight times as many snacks and candy. For oh, in terms yeah. of the value that I'm getting, plus for Icky, for Oogie Boogie Bash, you get free photos for the whole night. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do you nice. count though meeting characters by like? Oh, that's my thing. Or the seeing tr- them, seeing yeah. So like, I saw a lot of characters in Boo to You that I didn't see <laughs> in their parade. Um, you know, like my 22 oh. <laughs> characters doesn't include the parade. So, but that's my twenty two suggested distance plus the I, parade. Lindsay the Hunter and I mute can... yourselves. I want oh. to hear this. <laughs> oh, okay. I want the ding 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 ding. No. <laughs> the well, tree trails okay. are so cool, but like Lindsay, shut the up. I just said mute yourself. <laughs> I have something to say because <laughs> well, they're we, arguing we're, about we're, characters versus entertainment. Which is fine, but like people have asked me like which one's better, but exactly what they're arguing about. It depends on what it's you're such looking a different for. experience. If you're That's... looking for characters, Oogie Boogie wins hands down. But if you're looking for entertainment, to me, Walt Disney World hands down wins. So it's all about like whichever you're looking for. Yeah. Because for me, like entertainment's my number one. Yeah. I have a friend, she's all about characters. So it's like it all depends on what you want out of the event. But another That's note is food offerings. Like food to me at mickey's not so scary was so much better than what was offered at oogie boogie there was like nothing offered at oogie boogie i'd say they're all this the food options are always the same it's like a cupcake that looks like something else or a cake oh you're right i there was maybe once where we walked by a stand and i was like oh crap like there's a halloween theme thing but like there were no other party snacks that we saw like no. unless we were seeking them out like if i would have looked and like been like okay i really want to try this i would have never seen any of them all right, Hunter. Wait, Hunter, real quick. You. I, me or you? No, you. I have a question, and I know. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. But at Walt Disney World, I think it was the Christmas party I went to this past year. They handed out free sodas, free bottles of water, free Mickey's uh, ice cream bars, all that kind of stuff. Is that still a thing at Walt Disney World? No. One and two, those are only for after hours events. And yeah, that's they what didn't everything do the full was. party last year. So yeah. Yep. Everything last year was an after hours event, which is why it included and the price tag was yeah. higher. I was about to say the, that's, that's why, why I brought a backpack and I was shoveling water bottles and sodas. Oh, I would have brought a cooler bag and put those little ice cream bars everything. in there. I would have been I like, yeah, like, I'm getting my two hundred dollars worth just in water bottles and sodas. But literally, like side note, and I'll keep it extremely brief. I went to that event at Walt Disney World and I had no idea that was a thing. Like I walked by, and I was like, 
it was oh, a good three hours, oh, no. like two hours into the event. And I was like, what? They're f-. I was like, let's go we buy a Mickey bar. And-, and we walk up, they're like, here you go. And I'm like, what? They're free. <laughs> and I ate as many as I could. But- I think about Foster when we had that one at uh, Typhoon Lagoon. I ate like three oh Mickey and premium bars <laughs> yeah. and I had just popcorn and like, oh, yeah. I was so full. But, but good point. That's how no we talk about thing. attractions. I know we can talk about Halloween forever, but yeah, we okay. Let's get into it. Uh, we we got to get into the attractions. I know right? we, this is a long episode, but I'm sorry. All right. But real quick on Oogie Boogie, just because I want to give a quick shout out. Uh, Lindsay, if you look for her chasing magic daily on Instagram, if you're not friends with her, Check her out. Um, Nikki, Mornings with Mickey. Check her out, too. They joined us, Fergie Boogie. I just wanted to give them a shout-out because they were like kind of like a tour guide for us. They were able to show us like where yes. all the, the characters were. They go to Disney. They're Disneylanders, so like they knew everything about Disneyland. So huge shout-out to them because, as Nick was mentioning, we had no idea what we were doing no. for the most part. We kind of knew like some of the places, but like, for the most part, they were able to like help us throughout the whole thing. If so, we didn't have them, we would have wasted our entire plus. evening. Sorry, Honestly, you said like, Lindsay, and I got really confused for a second. No, you're hopeless. You <laughs> I was don't like, I wasn't with all. you. <laughs> Other than no, truly machine. though, that that's an important note for any Disney event that you've never been to before, especially if you've never been to the park before. Make sure that you're following some sort of blog or Disney influencer that is like it is something that they do often, mm-hmm. like us. Um, <laughs> a hot take. You could check out our YouTube channel, um, but. Um, but really, though, it helped. It gives you information so that you are prepared far more than you know walking blindly into the park for that event. Because if we didn't have them with us that night, it would have been yeah, doozy, it would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, the other things I really wanted to say, just quick bullet points uh, for the characters. Again, I'm not a characters person by any means. I don't need to go to the parks and see characters. Oogie Boogie does it correctly, and I've I've liked this with COVID and everything. This was like one of my perks of that sounds terrible like perks of covid is that like um the character meet greets i don't need to go up and hug them and take a picture with them and have them sign anything i can just do a walk up and watch them in their environment and they're kind of like for this one like a lot of the villains were kind of like smack talking people as they're going by you can come up and take pictures they're not like forcing you to like hey you got to keep moving you could kind of like stop up front they'll interact with you a little bit i love that because the lines were a lot shorter the lines looked long sometimes but you were able to just kind of like walk like you could you're just walking the whole time because it's just like a walk through see them take your pictures whatever i enjoy that so much more as like a non-character person i can just do that take my pictures they did have very unique characters um i wrote down every single character that i like took pictures of which is a lot but the main ones sid was so cool i thought sid was like awesome i didn't think like a live action Sid would look really cool, but he was perfect. That was fun. I'm, their Ernesto de la Cruz is still just blows my mind. That one is like, I'm sure everybody has seen video of it, even if they haven't gone, but that one is the most craziest character interaction I think I've ever experienced just from how realistic it was. And last year they had Megara, Pain and Panic, and Hades. Bingo. Nothing will ever top that um, for me. But also, can I just say Jack Skellington and then Ernesto de la Cruz? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Ernesto de, Ernesto de la Cruz is the best character that Killer. I've ever seen at Walt Disney or at any Disney park. It was in, like yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. You did have certain Avengers. Obviously, the Avengers, we don't get that in Walt Disney World. So, like, that's really cool to see them. A lot of them were out. My boy Oogie Boogie. So, there's a ton. Moon Knight was out there. That was crazy. So, 
just a lot of unique character experiences. And again, for someone that doesn't like characters that much, that was really actually cool for me. I did appreciate that. Parade was shorter at um, at Oogie Boogie. They did have some unique floats, though. There were some unique characters in that as well, which it's probably exciting just for right now, just because we never get to see them, that it's like, oh, cool, that's awesome. If I saw that every day and then I came to um, Mickey's Not So Scary, I'd probably be like, what the hell? We're missing out on like a lot of like cool stuff in our parade. So because uh, the Hades, I think Hades was like the one that I was like, oh, man, they got Hades in theirs and all of the night, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. So that was cool. Um, and then Villains Grove was actually really awesome. I, I did like Villains Grove. They have all those cool projections in the, the forest and uh, they're all themed to different villains and real quick topic. And I'm sorry, Hunter, I know you want to get to attractions. This attractions, is a quick topic. This, he was in the parade and he's in Villains Grove. And someone needs to tell me why is the Cheshire cat c- considered a villain? I thought that why too is he in all there. the villain stuff. I feel like maybe you can talk about this on your Patreon episode. Jared. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. Embrace the bait. It blew my why he there was a massive villains float. And I this again, I just remember this. There's a massive villains float in the parade. And it has scary. It has Hades, Whoa. Evil Queen. It's got um oh, who else was on it? Cruella DeVille. And on the very back, Cheshire Cats. He does the thing where I his mouth is just eyes float, and it's really He's, scary. He's yeah. creepy. He's, like the fact he can like disappear and he is like the way he talks. It's kind of like a, yeah, I get creepy. that, but what the I hell? mean, Bruno, Bruno was there and he's not a villain. So well, we don't heck. Yeah, he is. He messed well, up. The was also there. True. Well, yeah, there, blue was, fairy. there was the blue fairy. Blue fairy was randomly there. Merlin She's was there. responsible Merlin. for Pinocchio's problems. <laughs> so there were some, some mean greats, but he was on the villains, the really awesome villains float. That villains. Float yeah. Was sick. Didn't I don't know he, why. I've never understood why he's like guilty by association. <laughs> didn't the Cheshire Cat kind of cause all the chaos when they were playing croquet? Or did I get the movie wrong? No, I think he's the guy too that goes like, go this way, go that way. He's like leading yeah. her astray, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right, we're going to move on. We're gonna I have a question. On. Shall we do a quick five item lightning round for attractions? <laughs> this or that? And oh, first thought thing, that comes though. into your head. And then we'll talk detailed about them. But just your no, first Hunter, Here's the thing. I have what we have, got we have to talk about characters in the parks normal <laughs> because Hunter. it's a whole different feeling. That's a whole different feeling. Hunter is just trying to make this a game day. Tell me, Whatever. tell me, Disneyland character experience isn't. You have to talk about it when you're comparing. Yeah, that you can't. Versus that, is gonna, that is that is. I'm going to yes. be honest. When I went to Disneyland, I did not see a single character. So oh, you're crazy. I, this is crazy. You, you didn't go to Disneyland. <laughs> Again, oh, non. Non-character person here, but the I will I will remember this moment. Like this is something I remember is when we were standing in line for the Alice in Wonderland dark ride, and I get a tap on my shoulder. Um, it was Hook. Hook was chilling there. Peter Pan and Wendy were like signing, or not really signing, just kind of like walking through. And Hook's like kind of like hiding, you know, behind. He's like looking at Pan. He's like pointing at Pan, and then uh. Out of nowhere, like Alice comes in and she just starts riding the, you know, mad tea party, which I know she does that randomly. Like there was just so much going on of like they're able to interact and have fun with each other because mm-hmm. then like Hook kind of like got together with Pan and they were like kind of like, you know, duking out or whatever and like having fun. If Walt Disney World, if there was that, they would get trampled on by people trying Swarmed. to get pictures 
and signatures and the culture is just like unreal i know there's a lot of locals in disneyland so like that's a thing where we're getting a lot of like people from other countries that like don't ever get to see this so like i think there's that's probably like a main reason but it's crazy to me how different the character experience is of like not having to wait an hour and like even in avengers campus those characters are crazy popular right now and i just remember someone came out and was like Ant-Man, can you like take a picture? And it's like, he had to keep moving. He had to keep walking. He was just like, I really wish I could, but like, if you want to keep walking with me, like we'll take one over here. And yeah. as they, they're walking, they take a picture. And I'm like, that just never happens here. It's so the one thing, here. The one thing I'll say about Disneyland interactions versus Disney World character interactions for a person who actually does enjoy going to character interactions um, is that Disneyland interactions are a lot more like you're just having a conversation with a person who happens to be a Disney character. Whereas at Disney World, it's more like you're propped up on a stage with a spotlight on. You're like, go, interact. And you're just like, hi. It's not even like yeah. interact. It's like business of like, take my picture with you, sign yeah. my book, and then let's go next person. It's so please. much more. It's so much more of a formula and like a procedure at Walt Disney World than it is at Disneyland. Like it is so sporadic at Disneyland. Um if you can get Jarrett to ramble about character no, interactions, uh, then you know you're doing something right. And yeah. don't get me wrong. I said all I said about Boogie Oogie Boogie or whatever. <laughs> Just um, go with it. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I don't love character interactions. I made yeah. Jarrett stand in line with me for Mickey and Minnie. Classic Mickey and Minnie, which was cool. The classic, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the line was only like. 10, exactly. Minutes, Even which... standing in a line for a character there felt so different than standing in a line for a character at Walt Disney World because again, it's sporadic. It just kind of happens. It's just like, oh my gosh, we we met Geppetto walking over by um, Small World, and then we turned around and Mickey and Minnie were walking over just and a, a line was forming for them. It is so sporadic. It is so cool. I got to touch on Galaxy's Edge in particular. I watched characters walk around there that we never get to see or don't even have at Walt Disney World um and so it's just that to me adds to that like immersive experience at Disneyland where it feels like what it used to be years ago you know where yeah. characters they were just integrated into like the fabric of the park um i don't know it's just like it's mind blowing to see like how incredible the character interactions are. Yeah. Over there. Lindsay, yeah. real quick, and then we'll yeah. move on. Well, no, like the one thing I'll say is I wish we could do that here at Disney World, but obviously we can't. I I like that Disney World knows that they can't mm-hmm. and they just have the lines. And I like it, uh, Disneyland, how it's, you know, like I saw Dr. Facilier just wandering and I, and I was able to go up. So I'm hoping Disneyland never like really grows in popularity because I don't want that to be taken away. Because I've seen videos on TikTok of, you know, families accusing the characters of ignoring their children. What? Because like you said, they just have to keep going. I know. And like, that's my one issue is like, I don't want characters getting in trouble when it's like, yeah. yeah. So that's the only thing I ever get concerned about because I don't want to see getting in trouble. Yeah, I do remember one of those videos and it, oh, I hate people sometimes. And no, people I are going to be mad that I say that, but that's, I hate that everything's about trying to target people. So yeah, I'll have um, your back yeah. on that one, Jarrett. Excellent. I knew I liked you. There you go. Um, we'll get into not attractions yet. <laughs> food and beverage. I think we can all maybe agree that the quality of food and is better in Disneyland when it comes to 
the, the, the snacks, churros, pretzels, all that just seems more fresh, at least. Does anybody else argue that? They have beignets in the park. What, what is, there's no debate here. Um, the, the hill I will die on, though, is that the okay. quick service food is better at Disneyland than Disney World, but the table service food is better than at Disney World than at Disneyland. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly said. Yeah. The, the Disneyland, we sat down for at one restaurant at Disneyland, and even the waitress, the server, the cast member was like, don't order this because it's terrible. Don't order this because it's terrible. Yeah, like she admitted, at least she they're was, honest. Yeah, which I appreciated for sure. They but will be and real also, with you whether you yeah. want it or not. And also options. Obviously, Walt Disney World is so much larger, so there's so many more options for dining at Walt Disney World. The yeah. food quality I liked more there, but in terms of options and like different palettes, you have a lot more at Walt Disney World. So the other big thing is um, one of my best friends has celiac disease, so she can't eat gluten. She said when she was at Disneyland, she had such a hard time finding things she could eat. They do not have a lot of allergy accommodations. Yeah. Nick, what did your sister have? Yeah, my sister has a dairy allergy. And that's where it's funny because the cast member looked at the menu and said, whatever you do, don't get that because it's terrible. And so my sister said, well, I have a dairy allergy. What can I get? And she said, oh, you can only get that. That was so (laughs) So, funny. That's what stinks. It's like they do not accommodate a lot of allergies. Which is kind of surprising to me. Like, I feel like in California that would be paid more attention to. I feel like. Those are things that, like, generally speaking, I visited California a couple times and they do a lot better at paying attention to those allergies. Um, so I was kind of shocked by that. But yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 she had a hard time finding things that she could eat as well, having a dairy allergy. So, yep. Um, and I, I ate a lot of like quicker foods. I think that um, Cafe Orleans is what we're talking about as far as like where we ran into that server saying that stuff, but. Um, or Cafe Orleans, but I'm, I'm not going to get into the specifics of, I think a lot of people do. The food is great, by the way. Like, again, those quick items are very, very good in Disneyland. Um, I Everything I ate and drank and stuff was listeners telling me what I should eat and drink. I kind of wanted to just go off of like what a lot of them were saying. I did some on Instagram where they were kind of telling me what to eat and drink. Some of the things which I have heard before, very overrated as far. And Nick, one of them, Nick Lee, you told me it was very good. Uh, it wasn't bad, but for price and stuff, I just wouldn't do it again, is uh, Bangle Barbecue. That was like one that I was like, I don't think I need that again. I don't I think, think people, yeah, we ate know. there together and people yeah. like they rave about it. It was good. It was, it was good. I was still hungry after I finished my food. And for price, um, like, I didn't need that much slaw and like the rice was like, okay. But like yeah. the, the chicken was phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Very good. It just didn't meat, blow but. me away. Yeah, there was like some, I'm not going to get into specifics, but there were some things that I was like, Nick, defend like, yourself. Uh, <laughs> first of all, um, any anyone that has ever gone with me to Disneyland knows that one of the first things I will ever get food-wise is a Disneyland corn dog. And that's the one that I will swear by every single yeah, time. You did. Um, I had one. Delicious. Like, I personally don't really go to Bengal Barbecue, so I don't think it was me who said that. It maybe was some other listeners, because I think i've gone maybe once twice maybe in my times that i've gone which is numerous but (laughs) just saying the the churros (laughs) though i know you already said it but the churros truly there's just no comparison i have a video (laughs) and it's almost like asmr where i take a bite of the churro and like the crispy crunch that you hear is just like 
I so I showed I have showed Francie this video so many times where I'm like, wait, 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 you have to listen to it again. Just listen, just listen. And she's like, why are you making me listen to this over and over again? But I miss those churros so yeah. much. Um, so I think, um, that's cool that a lot, I, mean, I don't know if listeners know, but during whenever they used to do like the summer festival. So like a few years back, they did like a Pixar summer festival. They did like a superhero, like Marvel's um, festival. They will actually change some of the snacks to reflect the theme. So like the Pixar, when it was Pixar summer fest, they each churro stand did different flavored churros that were themed after different Pixar films. So. Okay. That's huh. interesting. Um. The, the only other thing that I really want to say as far as food and bev, and then I promise attractions coming. Uh, Pim Test Kitchen was awesome. I, I really liked that. I just want to give a shout out to there. Uh, Maddie, who's actually coming down to work for Disney World in January. Um, shout out to her. She actually met me in the park, listener. Um, she was like my company the entire day. And it was awesome because I was going to be by myself the whole day Tuesday. So that was really cool. Um I loved it. That giant pretzel, best I've ever had. It beats out baseline tap house. Just going to say it or anywhere else with a giant pretzel. And that thing was massive. And if you get the chocolate bar, the choco smash bar, that thing is huge, like massive. So you can share that with like six people if you wanted to just so you're aware, but I love Pim test kitchen. All right. Attractions. Let's do attractions. I feel like Guido on cars. Here we go. Pizza, pizza. Here we go. All right. Um, can I do a really speed a... round for fun? And then we'll get. And then we'll talk. Then we'll yeah, talk about round. them. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So y'all, y'all just, y'all just bear with me now. This is all from my memory. This is Hunter, testing my. Go Disney fire away of what ones you're you're thinking. Of. No, y'all just, y'all just respond. First thing that pops out of your head. You ready? Everybody oh, ready? Ready. All right. Fire away. Radiator Springs Racers test track. Radiator Springs. Radiator Springs. Springs, Best attraction I've ever done in my life. Oh my gosh. Number one. Number one. Calm down. Ever. Tower of Terror Guardians. Guardians. No, no answer. (laughs) Oh, Jared. Vomit. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. Uh, Tower of Terror's exterior Guardians ride. Oh, okay. Avengers Pim Test Kitchen. Hunter, you're skipping me. You skipped me last round and you're skipping me a second time. Hey, speak up, my man. (laughs) Shout it out. out. I'm trying. Uh, Indiana Jones. I didn't even get to vote. (laughs) Indiana Jones. Indy. I'm Dinosaur. Nick Foster, what do you think? Dinosaur. (laughs) Thank you, Hunter. (laughs) I would say Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. See, y'all are going to think I'm going to say Spoose Mountain, Spoose Mountain, but I'm not. Don't say oh. anything. Rock and Roller Coaster, Disneyland, Space Mountain. Disneyland, Space Disneyland, Mountain. Space Disneyland, Mountain. Space Mountain. Over Rock and Roller Coaster? My goodness. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'd yes. say Space Mountain. Disney World, Space Mountain, Matterhorn. Matterhorn was Matterhorn. closed when we were there. Matterhorn over Disney, Disney World, World, Space Mountain, because I literally think I threw my neck out on the Matterhorn. I've heard oh. plenty of that it's the rowdiest. <laughs> okay, pro tip. Here's how you screw your back survives the ride. You have to scoot your butt all the way to the back of the seat and then grab the seat and sit forward. See, I don't oh. want to think about oh that. Gosh, yeah, that's too much. It sounds like ride. you've ridden it that's too many too times. No, I'm just kidding. That is a good, that's a good tip, expert. though. There's a keep, great expert keep tip. Keep your back. Um, last one, just, just, just for fun. This is just to get us all warmed up, you know, get the juices flowing. Mm. Um... Slinky Dog or Incredicoaster? Incredicoaster. Incredicoaster. Hands down. Slinky. 
Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. No way. No yeah. way. There's Incredible. no You know what? No, it makes sense because don't you have like a sensitivity to fun or something? It jacked like that? me up. <laughs> oh. Listen, for, for people that can maybe kind of do roller coasters like I can, you saw I had the sweats for a good 30 minutes. I was kind of like wonky. We're like, that. I think we saw Sid right after maybe. Like in, we didn't credit coaster first, and then we went to see Sid. Maybe I don't. I can't remember. It's all. I wasn't saying. I wasn't was there. Messed. No. Yeah. Oh, I, you I wasn't weren't there. there. You no, I we, wrote it later in the evening. But that's right. Credit we coaster, met you shortly after. It yeah, was it's hands down one of my favorite Disney attractions. Like I love it. So top five Disney attractions for me out of Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I love it so much. Okay. It's beautiful. All right. Well, that that concludes this uh, like short hunter game around. day. You know, I just wanted to warm us up. I, I mean, survived you can... my first game. Day. Oh no, <laughs> it's not a game day. Just kidding. <laughs> can I fire off a few more? I mean, if you want to keep going, you can. I just if that's what we want to do, I love I'm this. cool with it. Yeah, I love this because there's some comparisons. Autopia versus Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh. Autopia, Autopia. Yeah. Autopia was a little bit, They're both junk. I prefer they're neither. Trash. Yeah, they're both to. trash, wasting a lot of space. But Autopia is a little bit better. I'm bummed oh. I didn't get to do Autopia with you. I left right before you did it, and I was at my flight so early. I was like sitting there thinking, I, I could have freaking done Autopia. Anyway. I would say Tomorrowland Speedway back when you could sit in the Indy car in the front. That was the good oh, old yeah. days of Disney World before people ruined it. But anyways. Yeah. All right. Good there. Uh, the monorail. Oh, Disney World. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't I've even ride the Disneyland monorail, but there's like no point to it to me. I would say Disney it, World. It was a fun loop. It, let me tell you about the Disneyland monorail. It is the most dangerous attraction <laughs> slash mode of transportation in the world. That thing, let me tell you my experience. So you go on, it feels faster. I don't know. I don't know if it is. It probably isn't, but it just feels a little bit faster. But there's a part where you go... I can't remember if it's after it goes to like Disney um, downtown Disney and then it's coming back to the park, but there's trees like you're going through trees and all of the branches are hitting the sides of the, the monorail. The windows are open in the monorail. You can like stick your head out. You can lean like out. Well, Those that's just some landscaping that the needs crap to be done. Out of you, bro. No, but they didn't, they're not doing any landscaping. Uh, so I, like, it was like, He's hitting it. I had my hands kind of like out the window and it hit like right away. I was like, oh, I will I mean, say I'm go with Disney World's monorail because again, I just don't want to see the outside world when I'm on a Disney attraction. So that's I will say well, having true, having yeah. defeated the Disney World monorail in a foot race because I am indeed faster than machine. Um, I was <laughs> oh reached God. out to by the PR team for the Disneyland monorail. We are working for the details of <laughs> I don't know how you would even do it. I don't even know. I, I was laughing at that for a solid like three days. <laughs> Maybe Disneyland, I can run on the track ahead of the monorail <laughs> and then it, I'll really be motivated to <laughs> oh, run dude. fast. Oh my gosh, please don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say Disney World monorail over it. But man, that's it's an experience when if it's the, if the trees are hitting the monorail, it's it's classic. Uh, Main Street. Walt Disney World. And I'm a uh, Disneyland. I'm a Disneyland. That's the. I just so don't like the Playhouse scary. Castle that's at the end of the Main Street. No, well, yeah. no, well, Castle's but, different. I think our castle's better. Main Street, Nick, you can attest. Yeah. The amount of fun I had with those 25 <laughs> cent slot, like with the yeah. organ dancing, Pinocchio was the best thing ever known to mankind. Yeah. I love it. Um, there was which felt of kind of morbid. You get stores. to like make Pinocchio dance, and I'm like, this kind of goes against the entire movie, but whatever. It was weird. Uh, <laughs> but 
<laughs> I'm against the majority on this. For me, the castle is a part of Main Street because it's yeah. a part of the whole image. And for me, walking down Walt Disney World's Main Street, it's like you turn that little corner and it's just there. And I think it's like... I don't know. Like most we, magical we didn't experience chaos like in the stores. It was like there was there's not like that hustle and bustle of chaos yeah. on Main Street there. So again, in the stores, I don't like to spend time in stores at, at Disney World because I just I don't buy stuff. But there was actually like some fun things to do that brought like old school vibes of like old Disney when like Walt was around. It felt like that could have been a thing like when Walt was there. Probably it almost was, feels know. like Disneyland does a better job of being an actual main street. Like okay, for, I'll change for my Walt- opinion. Carnation Cafe makes yeah. main street and Disneyland. So better. for like Obviously. if you're in a downtown area in like a small town somewhere, when you go to their main street, you're going to like go in and out of the stores. You're gonna you know, stop and see the restaurants. You just take your time. Walt Disney World, you're rushing down Main Street. You've yeah. got to get somewhere. You've got to be somewhere. You're popping into Starbucks to get grab a drink and then you're out the door. Like, and that's the, that's, we can speak to that too, but that's the entire yeah. like atmosphere of Disneyland versus Walt Disney World as well. But um, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to, it, I agree though. It's hard to like not take the castle view into consideration because it is like, such a monumental thing at the end of Main Agreed. Street. Like when you turn the corner and you see Cinderella Castle, it is epic. I yeah. felt all the feelings for seeing Sleeping Beauty Castle, but that's because of my love for Disney and the fact that Walt worked on that castle. Like all of that meant a lot to me, yeah, but it is very true. small. <laughs> it's just so tiny. I was like, where is it? I can't see yeah. it. That's definitely a, a big part of that I one thing say. i'll say so, though is like the feeling that knowing that walt actually walked these steps and he mm-hmm. saw this project from the ground up to the day that it opened yeah. to pretty much the day he died like he worked he put his blood sweat and tears into that yeah moment. and Can like i make a side comment about that, that? <laughs> it sometimes i have to remind myself it blows my mind that walt has no idea what an empire it turned into it's so sad. Yeah. I mean, it's like, cool. It blows but it's my sad. mind. He never saw Disney World even finish. Like, and it, it, I always forget. I'm like, he doesn't even know. I mean, maybe yeah. he does, depending on what you believe well, in. But I was like, he doesn't even know what an empire is. Once he's unfrozen, is. comes back, he'll <laughs> see it, and he's not going to be happy. He is going to be the game changer because everything's that going man to crap is right rolled over in his grave. I'm sorry. I All said right. It. Anyways, we're focusing on positive things here. Um, I will say to the train station makes it so much more meaningful like or not train station well yeah train station but also the uh fire station and the yes. apartment yes. the light uh so good so, so good so yep. quick note for those of you that don't know if you haven't heard the story so walt had his apartment above the firehouse and he would always leave the lamp in the window on when he was there after he had passed the cast members continue to keep that light on because so that way Walt's spirit is still always there with Disneyland. So I love story. that. Now here's the thing: there's a secret compartment. He's frozen inside the apartment. <laughs> Jared, just and that's why the light's on. He's just actually stop. under the lamp. That could be, that's oh my god. That's powering the. Could you imagine if moving on? All right. Um, one thing I will definitely knock Disneyland on is getting in and out of the parks in the morning their security is still the old school security of checking bags and it for both parks it funnels into 
one massive security like area. So when people are coming from Ubers, they're walking from their hotels, they're coming from buses, like everybody's in these long, this long freaking line. And it's, it was, that was a terrible experience as far as the security goes. So like that experience was definitely not as seamless. Um, But once you're going to the gates of Disneyland and DCA, like that's fine. But it's that before where all people from both parks are trying to get in this massive security. It's horrible. It's yeah, terrible. It's, uh, the one thing I'll say is like, it's not like, you know, traveling from the TTC to Magic Kingdom is the dream trip that everyone wants. <laughs> no, say. that's not as bad. Hey, when you've got say. a great tram driver who's got his spiel all ready to go that's you're riding an attraction before you even get out of the parking lot all right i would i would take ttc and take a monorail over or you get through security so much over that yeah but i will say and it does take a little bit longer but i actually appreciate it getting the actual like ticket stub and like getting to walk through a, a turnstile that was awesome it does take a little little longer but it feels so much more like meaningful and like i don't know like a classic theme park experience by being able to like go through that that was really cool and i don't know if this is like unpopular opinion i actually really liked the whole phone thing of like just sticking your phone barcode in the fast pass things and no i didn't like that (laughs) i loved it i am i would rather do that than magic band i don't know why i'm so glad i don't know why i like that you could just you just put it in the slot there boom done good no because you have to pull up the app on your phone go fine i'm that's fine go to the the books genie plus reservation Whereas with your magic band, you just scan your band and you're on in the line. Um, it's not the one easy. benefit, though, is that if you have a multiple experience from another attraction going down, it won't automatically take that if you're outside your time window. Yes. I ran into that with Indiana Jones. It was closed like all yeah. day on that second day, Nick, after you left. Just saying. Can we talk about Genie Plus differences at Disneyland? Uh, quick. Okay, I hate real they're crap. They're crap. To I'm going to get a headache. I'm going to take my headphones off. Signal to me because I hate talking about Genie Plus. <laughs> I hate them both. They're both terrible. Genie Plus at Disneyland is better than Disney World. It's more expensive, but you can utilize it better. That being said, uh, because Disneyland, you have the ability to book Lightning Lane reservations throughout the day, whereas at Walt Disney World, for the major attractions, if you don't book those at 7 a.m., chances are likely you're not getting them. Um, um, one thing to note as well is that not as many attractions use Genie Plus at Disneyland compared to Disney World. Correct. So you actually do see a lot more of lines like moving because there are people that there, a lot of the attractions only have standby. So that's the, the only, only way they're getting on that ride. The only thing that I didn't love about Genie Plus at Disneyland was that the queue feels like it dumps into the regular queue a lot faster than it does at Disney World. For the most part, like when I would get into the Fast Pass or Lightning Lane at Disneyland, I was merging with the regular queue, what I felt like was so much faster and still waiting a little while at Disneyland. That that was one note that I noticed and I did talk to a couple of people and they felt the same way about it. But overall it's so much easier to use at Disneyland. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome All back, right. Jared. Thank so you. about Genie Plus. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're the asshole. All, right. Um, all right. Next attraction. Uh, well, let's get back into attraction. Thunder Mountain. They have the special effects in the cave, which is so freaking cool compared Disneyland. to ours. 
Uh, Disneyland, I think, takes the cake solely off of the cool dynamite effects and the noises of it blowing up, which is actually what Thunder Mountain is, where you don't really get that on our big Thunder Mountain. But I do love our little view as you do the climb and you get to see the castle. View is better. I miss that. Yeah. Top view but is I, better I, at Walt Disney World. The actual ride is a lot of fun at Disneyland. For Disneyland's sure. Thunder, I think, is also faster a little bit. Not by much, but a little bit faster. I didn't, really, yeah, I didn't really notice that too much. But, um, yeah, I agree. The top view is better at Disney World. But I think the overall experience with, like, the actual dynamite and stuff blown up is much better at Disneyland. Um, I just wanted to make a quick note. Davy Crockett's Explore Canoes was actually fun. I actually really enjoyed it. The guide was like Jungle Cruise material almost. He was ripping on Bob Chapik a lot, which was actually really funny. I'm surprised he did that. Um, I don't know if if Bob heard that. He'd probably be fired because he said a lot of stuff. <laughs> so he no I, longer works. I will not me. say the cast member's name. But so uh, I enjoyed that it awesome. about it. But like, I got these noodle arms over here. <laughs> so after like five minutes, I was like, I can't do this. This is like, I literally That's can't funny. do it. And they kept yelling at me because I wasn't rowing. I'm like, I physically cannot. You need to row. <laughs> like, I got these babies. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, Another side note: great moments with Mister or uh, with Mister Lincoln. Let me tell you, I had no idea the um, the music in that is from American Adventure. Like the two brothers and stuff, had no idea that both of those attractions had the same uh, songs. Hunter, I don't know if you knew that, but two brothers, man, did not know. Hunter did didn't not... even know that American Adventure was called American Adventure. Hey, last let's take it easy. Let's take it easy. <laughs> yeah, that's sad, man. But if you listen to last week's episode, Jarrett, you'll be very disappointed in us because I still have to listen. It's on. It's it next. was a great <laughs> episode. All right, everybody. <laughs> all right. Um, no, I, I like not. you're an American adventure expert. I Hunter, did not. You had get no a, clue what it was called. <laughs> I did not get a chance to ride or not ride experience uh, story time with Mr. Lincoln. What do they call it? Yeah, let's just call it story time with Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Oh, <laughs> Great moment. Yes, not many people were there. I will say it's, it's, it's like that's right up Jared's alley. That yeah, is, totally I did it. It's the country bears. Uh, yes. Wait, is yes. there another country yeah, bear in Disneyland? Not anymore. No, they took it out for Winnie the Pooh. That's bullshit. Oh, for oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Winnie country bear talk Pooh really gets replaced? me going. Oh, that's right, because then they have the heads in Winnie the Pooh. If you look at it, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I remember um, hardcore. There you go. Which Hunter, you'll be I'm proud to say Winnie the Pooh is better in Disney World than Disneyland. It's trackless. Wait, what? In Disney World? Yeah. In Disneyland? Yep. On the rail? That's what I'm talking about. Hey, yeah, score 100%. One for Disney World. Pooh crew. 100 <laughs> percent Um, so uh, another thing, uh, seize with Nemo and Friends versus finding Nemo's submarine voyage. Oh my god. First of I all, I absolutely love hate that attraction. <laughs> All right. Wait, submarine voyage? I yeah. love submarine. Voyage. Did you do that one, Hunter? No, I think it was closed when you I went back in 2015. It looked awfully claustrophobic. It's very yeah, claustrophobic. It stresses, you stresses and, me out. And I speaking say, from like, panic attacks, speaking from an attractions role, like in my past, like the amount of people they cycle through that attraction per hour must be absolutely horrific. Like they've got to be like at like 300 people an hour max, and like normals 700 to 1200. Like. Yeah, it's a very long process to like throw the ladder down and all that. Throw the ladder. Did it used to be? Did it used to be like twenty thousand leagues under the sea? Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish it was originally. Yeah, yeah. I originally thought. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 
I originally thought this the submarine was cool. Just be, I think it's just, but now that I look back, I, I and I don't like seas with Nemo friends. I think that's junk too. So they're both oh kind of junk to me. This might be like Autopia versus Speedway. I'm they're both out. Um, they're both. I out. love the submarines. I'm gonna defend it. No, it's just the seating arrangements, I, and I don't get really like claustrophobic like that. I wouldn't like a cave if like I was like pinched by the walls and stuff. How many people are in each submarine? Probably like a lot. Twenty-five. What? A fair amount. So like it's 20, like two rows of people like facing outwards. Is think, it wider jungle, or narrower think, than jungle? No, jungle think cruise. Jungle Cruise exactly like that, except everybody seat, sits in the middle. Your seat, and then yeah. literally, you the, to look out the window, you're like this, <laughs> and you're just staring out the window, just waiting for things to happen. So for everybody anyone, gets a window. For to stare anyone out who of. can't see it, Jarrett was like super zoomed into his <laughs> camera on his computer. <laughs> My nose was touching the glass, so it's probably not sanitary. As it's well, yeah. What's more? What's more sanitary? The glass of the oh, submarines oh, or the honey wall? Honey wall is the worst. I refuse to go even near that thing. The honey wall is probably the most <laughs> germed yeah. thing yeah. in Pro, all of Disney ever. Anyway. Pro tip for the honey wall. You just got to hover, guys. You don't have to touch. You can have your honey experience, you know, whipping, slopping all the honey. You don't have to touch the glass. Just get. I'm excited for you to try to explain that to Sebastian one day when he wants to touch that. I'm going to be like, Sebastian, he's like licking it. See if it tastes like honey. I say I teach first grade. I always have my emergency can of disinfectant spray with me. Yeah, You want to build those antibodies, just lick the honey wall. He's gonna, he's gonna have a great nasty. That might have to be a bet. Maybe a loser of a game day has to lick them. Never. Oh, That's a health hazard. All right. Yeah. All right. Um. So that one is very interesting. If you are claustrophobic, do not do the submarine. Um. um fun fact, it's just though, it's a cool thing to try, but I wouldn't do it again. Probably. If you talk to the cast members, I remember reading this recently. There's a room that does a video projection of the submarine ride, and you just sit in a room and watch it. So you don't. If you're claustrophobic. You can ask them, and there's a room. I can't remember the name of it. That sounds worse than Mission Space Green. Just go on YouTube and watch it. I could watch it. The fun is you're in the water. That's amazing that that's actually a thing. That is is the Mission Space Green of Disneyland. You go on and you watch projection of the submarine. I could not do that. Oh, you watch essentially a video feed of it, but... Yeah. You if go. you're like claustrophobic or you know if you have like a kid that doesn't want to do that yeah. you can talk to the cast members and they have a specific room that you can like it's spacious you just sit there and you kind of just watch so they can still like enjoy it without having to actually go in it interesting so. that would work especially too like there's, you know. there's there's times where ethan gets like super overwhelmed and so ethan could like sit with me and watch that while luke and francie rode the ride so if a family has to mm-hmm. split that makes sense too so that's cool. So maybe now Disneyland you know, should it. also do. So they're not good with like gluten and dairy free. Maybe they should have like a VR experience of eating like a hot oh dog or something. So you don't have to Goodness gracious. Well, all right. So Hunter has officially had some internet issues. He just had to drop out. So we are going to uh, finish this thing off as far as just us four. Uh, RIP Hunter. We hope you're doing okay. But uh, so I do have a few other ones. Grizzly River Run versus Cali River Rapids. Grizzly River. Grizzly River Run. I got drenched on Cali River, River Rapids is one drop and the ride's over. Yeah. Like, both aren't, I don't know, both aren't like great in my eyes, but like on a hot day, 
I just I just got soaked on Grizzly River Run though. That's the point. I, and single rider, by the way, minute, not even a wait, no wait. Um, the one thing that's nice about Grizzly River Run as opposed to most rapid rides is that it does spin you down the big drop. So you yes, don't know who's going to be at the very bottom of that hill. So great point for you. Great point. Kelly River Rapids, you know exactly because it's just straight down. Yep. That is true. But yeah, me and this guy on ours just both got soaked like all three times that there was water coming in. So um, Guardians Mission Breakout versus Tower of Terror. I think we did that. You guys all said Guardians Mission Breakout. I said, I Tower, said Tower of Terror. Terror. Okay, you're all uh, Tower's exterior Guardians ride. Okay. That's I, the hill I'll die Yeah, on. I'm going to go tower for I just I like the vibe better there even though I just not I'm not I loved mission. Well, actually, you know, I didn't get to do the actual regular mission breakout. All I did was the Monsters After Dark, which was a lot of fun. It was it was mm. cool. I'm not crazy about Monsters After Dark cuz I love the regular one so much. Mm. So, I like it, but I don't know. I prefer the regular one over uh, Monsters After Dark. Okay. Um Haunted Mansion. Disneyland. Disneyland. No contest. Disneyland. Again, we didn't get to experience the like the regular. Yeah. yeah, which the overlay okay. destroys it for sure. The overlay like, the is overlay. amazing. It's just getting yeah. the overlay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm curious because, so I've talked to some other people and they say Haunted Mansion and Magic Kingdom, just as far as like, I'm not going to go off people's words, but like I've heard a mixed motion, like mixed motion on emotion on this. No, nope. I, I do. I love the overlay. I think again, just because it's a great change of pace from what we're seeing. So that would be fun every couple months to have and nightmare before Christmas is perfect because it is that perfect blend of like Halloween and Christmas. So they're able to do this for two months, three months out of the year, whatever it is. So this was fun. I love nightmare before Christmas. I'm becoming like more and more of a fan of nightmare and I don't know why, but I am. Um, <laughs> but this was awesome. I loved it. I like the outside of it. Um, you know, that was fun as far as like the theming goes with the land. It's just perfect. Uh, the queue line's a little, eh, but other than that, I, yeah, I'm, I'm all for either one is great, but I like the overlay just from our experience. Um, we talked about in credit coaster. Y'all love that a lot. We talked about Indiana Jones versus dinosaur. It's a small world, much better Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> Hands um, down. It's question. so sad. Like comparing that really is a sad comparison to me. Agreed. Like it is just our, it's a small world is is such a watch compared to what they have over there. Yeah, this is like top five, I think, uh, if you're talking about attractions that I feel gypped on in a certain park. Like one is just so much better than the other. This one is. They do have those little Disney characters in there, which is a lot of fun trying to find all the little like Disney characters inside um, where Disney World doesn't have that. I just, I'm such a fan of like the loading and unloading outside and then going inside. I don't there's just like something so different yeah. about that. And some of the dark rides like too, and we'll talk about dark rides here in a little bit, but like kind of the same thing when you're going inside and outside, there's just such a cool vibe with that, which I understand like Disney world, we cannot do that because it's storming every day. Weather. And there's just, yeah. that's why we can't, but I have a question for Nick Lee. Yeah. Hi. Was Hercules <laughs> on small world ever? He was. What happened? Because mm. when I rode in 2019, he was not there. Because oh, that's who I, I was looking for. Lead. I feel like he was there when we went. Maybe he was I just not he refurbished. Like he yeah, was maybe. not there. I feel like he was. I, I don't know why I can't. I don't know. I honestly don't know though. I will say too I though, just from the exterior view, 
I finally got to see what Small World should actually look like. And it's such a bummer because we obviously have some of the same artwork with our Small Small World here at Walt Disney World, but you can't even see it from the outside. Like mm-hmm. yep. it's so it's so underutilized. Like I feel like what exists inside of our small world should be what it looks like out. Like I feel like they could just do better with that. Like ours yeah. just looks like a normal building. Yeah, yeah normal building. I, I and even like the restaurant looking down on. I don't know. It's just like it's just such a different vibe with the yeah. small world on this one. I, I yeah, Disneyland knocks it out of the park. I think for that they also get a Christmas overlay and it is adorable. And they do projections on it. it. I'm going we in lost, December. I was jamming to Encanto standing outside of It's a Small World. It was yeah, awesome. That's cool. Um, wish they would have had a better soundtrack, but cool. okay. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, love you. Uh Jungle Cruise, kind of the same, but um, I will say shout out to Casey, who again is a listener, uh, works for Jungle Cruise. I actually was able to ride his um, boat, he was my skipper. And he crushed it. Like, honestly, he was so good. I got to sit right next to him, um, just watch him perform and create magic for a bunch of people. So, uh, Casey, if you're listening, shout out to you, brother. You crushed it. It was so much fun to actually go on your boat. Um, And, yeah. So, but, yeah, Jungle Cruise is fun. I don't think we really need to make too much of a comparison. But, again, it was nice to get, like, a skipper that is awesome. Um, Usually you do on those, but he was kind of over the top. It's great. Mad Tea Party. This one's uh, challenging for me. Disneyland at night. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I, I struggle with this because I did it in Disneyland and I loved it and I had the coolest experience because I got to do it by myself. There was not a single person in any other teacup cool. while I wrote it, which was so much fun. Um, I thought you were saying you, you rode like in the teacup by yourself, and I said, "Nick, are you yeah. trying to tell us something about yeah, your family?" Because it was cool to actually ride this without <laughs> any of my family. There. No, no, I was no. Like, okay. <laughs> no, this was at this was at Disneyland. I got Classic. to the park. I was able to get into the park before Jared was because I had early entry, and that was one of the things I did. I went over and rode Allison, um, in Alice in Wonderland, and then I looked over and saw that no one was riding teacups. So the cast member was like go on and so um it was cool it was a really special experience but it's so much smaller than ours i feel like small i don't know maybe it not that much smaller, smaller. i i yeah. agree but maybe it's because there wasn't like the large canopy building over so yeah. if you don't know mad tea party in disneyland is not covered it's like outside so which is really cool i like that more i think I, yeah just had, like, and i love being vibe, able to i'm see... not doing it I'm not going I love on. seeing Matterhorn while you're on it. Like it's such a cool like yeah. look. Um, but then I did the Halloween overlay at the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party with our tea party and had a blast with it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, that one's a tough one. But yeah, for I, again, I I don't like this attraction going on it, but I like the outside version better. That was just me. So it sounds like we're kind of mixed with this one. Um, dark rides. Disneyland just blows Disney World no out questions. of the water with this. I, I mean, I go on dark rides at Disney World and I enjoy it. Like Winnie the Pooh, I do enjoy Winnie the Pooh when I go on just because it's just fun. Um, you know, Peter Pan, I honestly don't go on that much just because the weight is always crazy. Uh, but they just have so many more at Disneyland. And the, I don't know, like they're just so much fun. And their scenes in some of them, you just feel like you're legit in the book or movie. Like 
You're yeah. so close to characters. I, I still think of, um, oh man, I don't want to say this because this is like, man, I, I'm going to not say this because for Patreon, he's one of my scariest characters. Um, so I'm not going to do that. But there's like a scene where you're, you're literally a foot from this person. So like it, you just, it's pretty crazy. Like, you know, the Alice in Wonderland school cause you go inside and out. Um, and then, yeah. you know, you have all these characters. So they're dark rides. I, I miss Mr. Toads. That's one. But like, even that, I thought that was like my favorite one, but I don't think it is. I think I have like, I don't know. Pinocchio was great. Snow White was great. They have like, I just miss those dark rides being able to have those fantasy land has turned into a whole different thing in Disney world. It's a lot of like the princess meet and greets and like all these things. And maybe because the chaos and fantasy, I don't, I just, I miss those dark rides at Disney world so much. Cause no, I agree with what I you said. That. Oh, I love the dark rides there. I rode yeah, those awesome. multiple times. Um, yeah. and, both and that's the other thing is that you can ride them multiple times. Our dark yeah. rides, you can ride once and you waited so long for that dark ride yeah. that it was like almost not worth it there. It's the wait times for the dark rides. There were never super crazy. They were always worth it to stand in line. And I feel like that's the original point of dark rides. You know, yeah. there's something like quick that you can just go on. And mm-hmm. for young children, take the yeah. family on. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it was great time. I'm going to throw this in there. Monsters Inc. I'm going to call it a dark ride, even though it's just kind of more like a slower ride. But it's a dark Monsters ride. Inc. Silly to the re- re- rescue or whatever. Great attraction. I love Monsters Inc. But that one was fun too. So I didn't I didn't do that one. Yeah, that one was cool. That one's fun. It's cute. It's um cute. and Jarrett was trashing one of my favorite fantasy on rides. Those are fighting words, my dude. Which one? Storybook Lane Canals. I love, I love that. I love those. Can we discuss that is the it's worst so attraction in ever in both parts? Yeah, so absolutely. Disney World you, Disney World wins in this. You don't own the worst attraction of all time. Storybook Canal is oh by God. far the worst attraction of all time. No, it's okay, not. First of all, you clearly haven't gone on Superstar and... Limo, but... No, this sucked. It was no, so bad. Let's drive around on the water and they try to be funny and let's stare at little toy houses the entire time. Take everything that Jarrett says with a grain of salt because we all know Jarrett's taste in like attractions you're t- everything okay <laughs> no i don't because i just the dark rides are really good and then storybook canal is super excited because you go in like monstro's mouth and it's pretty cool but then i would have never known that going through monstro's mouth was going into <laughs> yeah it's magic jared <laughs> i had to ride that over and over again i choose getting frozen with walt is that attraction been around for a long time? Please tell me that's not yeah. new. Please tell me that's not new. That that's been around. Be. Um, God, I don't even know what year that started. The I most don't think exciting, it was opening day. The most exciting part was I'm curious. ducks standing next to one of the castles. And that was kind of cool to see like a, a massive duck. <laughs> Like a Godzilla duck. Yeah, a Godzilla duck. So my, my imagination it was ran free. Day. It was opening day? <laughs> it was opening day. Yeah, so okay, my imagination so that makes went it, crazy. But. That makes it cooler. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's no, it's, it's an adorable attraction, and I go on it every single time that I go to Disneyland. I want it's a very cute it and just Death kick off, all the buildings down. <laughs> Get off! Those are fighting words. <laughs> That's Disney, Disneyland. When when you're looking to refurb this thing, please allow me to do that. <laughs> I know you're listening. Um, all right, good. I don't have to talk about that anymore. That stupid attraction. Um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, 
Disneyland. Disneyland. Holy cow. Another one, definitely top five of ones that now I, it's hard for me to ride Disney World and not get a little frustrated that we this don't. This is probably have... the one I'm the most passionate about because I rode this ride, I think, five times in a row at Disneyland. I absolutely love it. It blows Disney World out of the water. And like Jared just said, I can barely ride the one at Disney World anymore because it's just oh. the middle chunk of the Disneyland one. I don't know. See, for me, <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm very it. passionate about this. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I do think it's better, but I felt like it took so long for that attraction to start. I felt trapped in that boat. I already feel trapped in the boat at Walt Disney World's Pirates. Wait, what the? I don't know. I just feel like it Maybe takes you just forever. Had a slow day because that didn't. The beginning is one of my favorite parts of like. No, you got to go it, through like. First of all, the bayou doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand how oh. that relates to like Pirates of the Caribbean. Nick Lee. Fun fact about that one: there is a like kind of running fan theory that the guy that's sitting on the boat is Jack in his old days, like when he reached past like his piracy days. He, he retires in the bayou. Yes, and then it's like him retelling his story interesting that's, that's, well, what that, about the guy that sounds Jean like a Lafitte. fake where did you that's fake or gene lafitte however you say lafayette gene lafayette or whoever that is none of that made sense to me like the pirates don't go like it, it just you're pirates of the caribbean in the bayou no that doesn't make sense to me it's a very peaceful scene i don't need it to make sense sure it's cool but it doesn't make sense and then you have to go through like all these caves to get to the actual like that's where i was just like oh look another skeleton like i don't know i just was like hurry up and let's get this over with <laughs> wow yeah. nick foster nick foster I like i'm gonna you slap you <laughs> i've never wanted to slap anyone more wow this was I'm, just kidding i love no there's you need to realize your priorities sorry i need a i need a counseling session <laughs> I love I, I'm not saying that I don't like it and I do think that it yeah. it, it like yeah. tells a better story for sure than what ours does here at Walt Disney World and I love the outside of the building far more than ours at Walt well, Disney World I think Q-Line Walt Disney World I, so here's here's one thing Walt I Disney World Q-Lines there's more attention and detail in Walt Disney World Q-Lines than Disneyland and I wonder if that's also a and spacing love, issue. Like it, I think it could that very well be. They were able to do things bigger at Walt Disney World. Yeah. If I maybe I have to like break it down. Yeah, we built a smaller Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I just I think no, no for, hate some, on that. for some <laughs> odd reason, Q lines are a main focus for us in Disney World. And because maybe because we're waiting away. longer. Oh, we're waiting longer, stuff. so we have to please people better. So we have to design them better than just like I don't know, but well, that's genius. I mean, if they if they were yeah. able to predict the fact that they knew that Walt Disney World was going to be busier because of how accessible it is to different countries, then like that's brilliant. You well, know? and because Pirates is mostly outside the queue, like the moment yeah. you go inside, you're you're on in like almost five on minutes. the attraction. But the outside like view of it and that whole air, New Orleans Square cool. was just it's I could great. have spent half the day in New Orleans Square. I love it, is it great. so much. Um, yeah, I okay. So Nick Foster disagrees, but. Um, I yeah, Pirates Disneyland is except it's just longer, so many different scenes, the ending, the beginning. Yeah, just different. So all right, we'll leave it at that. Um let's see. Pixar pal around, I would never do it in my life. That looks like a torture chamber. I, I need to see you on the swinging gondola. I, I would need vomit. To see this. Pure vomit. 
if I had to do those swinging ones, that looked apps that literally looks like a torture so, chamber. I will. I, I would never said, do it. Which is the big, um, the big wheel. By the way, and I was doing like labor breathing on it. So for those of you that don't know Disneyland, it's the big Ferris wheel they have. They have a version that's a little less intense where you're just in swinging gondolas or whatever they're called. And then they have a version where you just slide up and down. No, no, and it no. looks horrible. It I don't, horrible. I, like, okay, I would never in my life, I can't even get on a Ferris wheel. Like the Orlando eye stresses me out. I have zero desire to ever do that. I'm so terrified of heights. Uh, See, I could I could do the Orlando. I can do those like a Ferris wheel. No. I've done them multiple times. That's fine. But when you're adding a swinging cart, tortured death chamber that you can't escape, <laughs> I'm out. I, I would easily vomit on that. I would. I, it's not even the swinging for me. It's the height. I would. I would. Okay. Who stress? Yeah. I feel so, stressed right now. We need to move on. We're not even really comparing that to anything. I just <laughs> I had to just mention that that looked horrible. Okay, um, comparison: uh, New Orleans Square and Liberty Square, because they're the New unique Orleans land. Oh, New Orleans, Orleans Square, yeah, all hands down, hundred percent destroys Liberty. And Square. by the way, if if you don't know, Galaxy's Edge is identical in both. Literally identical. There's the only difference. Even, I wouldn't even say like right, there might be a small. Do you have a difference? The only difference is that there's a third entrance into the land. Oh, and yeah. they kind of. I think Disneyland does a better way of transforming into Galaxy's Edge and then leaving Galaxy's Edge. It is. Edge. It's not just like a cave and it's not just you're all of a sudden Walk in Toy Land. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to comment because I will start rambling. And I'm another like, yeah. difference, another quick difference too, though, is the outside of Rise of the Resistance, I think is better at Walt Disney World than it is at Disneyland. See, I didn't even bother to go. I didn't honestly spend much time at all other than getting the coffee the cold brew, you know which is Disney. Meh. but <laughs> hot take by the way hot t- with that hot take i when i originally got to disneyland the first day and i met with you later on yeah the cold i asked for the cold brew because everybody talked about it and i was like when i got it it was like damn this doesn't have the cocoa puff things in it or you got the new version the purpley version and that's so much better the purple version was amazing. And I don't like coffee that much. I've been digging these like pumpkin cold brews now at Starbucks. I love it. Um, but Fall season, that baby. one was so good. And then when we went and got it again, we got the Cocoa Puff one. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's not even like that good. And I didn't understand why. I thought the foam was di- the same as like, no, the no, the non-Cocoa Puff version was so much better. I'll have to try that, that when I go so again. Good. Because the, the co- we won't go down that right. tangent, that rabbit yeah. hole. But I will say, um, I love the idea that the Castle Park has Galaxy's Edge in it. Like, that's what True. is one of the reasons why I love Disneyland so much. And it has become my new favorite Disney park. The fact that mm. I can be in the Castle Park, experience all of the attractions that come with that, but then walk over to Galaxy's Edge and then experience that, which is my favorite land in any Disney park. Ugh, it's yeah. amazing. And we won't get started on Toontown, but. The yeah, fact yeah. that it also has Toontown um, and we'll have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Wow. Yeah. Game changer. Yep. The only thing I will say, and I know I sound biased because I, I think the listeners know that I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but with Galaxy's Edge was the first time they ever introduced alcohol into Disneyland, which was really against what Walt wanted, which kind of frustrated me for a person who is a big Walt Disney person, Stan. So... Mm. The, probably fighting words and probably unpopular opinion for a lot of people, but be, 
being that now Disneyland is technically not a dry park. So in the US, the only dry park is Magic Kingdom when you talk about like getting drinks and that kind of stuff yeah. outside of like the table service ones. But being that like Walt's original idea and like concept was that it was going to be a dry park. So just yeah. I would be okay. Magic yeah. Kingdom, it's happening though. It's we're on the verge of having yeah. yeah. They've been talking about it happening. It's for on a the verge. But, I would be fine with them even removing Ogas and keeping all of the rest of Galaxy's Edge. But anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll do We just have a couple more. I know this yeah. has been a longer episode, everyone, by the way. But listen, I think there's a lot to break down in this. Like, this has been something that I know I personally have just been, like, thinking about nonstop. Yeah. Of, like, what I like. Um, more, but, after this but, next one, I have to bow out because my laptop is about to die. Okay. We're good. We're good. Go to die. Um, Space Mountain. Disneyland. Disneyland. This, we already said this one. Not even. I know, but this one, I just want to make this mention. This is my number one attraction, and I did it. I actually did Space Mountain here. Number one attraction, I feel gypped on in Disney World. The music was awesome on it. You actually get like cool music, the theming. I actually really like the queue line, even though it's literally just like walking outside on a roof and like going through a restaurant and stuff. It it just for some reason the queue, instead of being in that like condensed, weird tunnel thing that's it i there's just so much space mountain was so ridiculously good compared to our space mountain in, in magic kingdom that's all i'm gonna say i don't i don't really go on it a lot but having that music and actually being able to see like a lot more i don't there was just like it was so good number one attraction that i feel gypped on at disney World. there you go this is a lot of bashing disney world for me and i'm sorry that it, if it comes that way but again, yeah, I think it's quantity all- over quality. For I will a lot say, though, this. with Space Mountain, for me, like, I have so much nostalgia with Magic Kingdom's Space Mountain that, like, like, while I agree that it's a better attraction at Disneyland, because of my, like, childhood, I love Space Mountain at Walt Disney World. I know, I know it's a problem. I know you get, like, jerked around. I know that your head, like, and neck get whiplash, <laughs> yeah. like... I, I get all of that, but like those are the reasons why I love it so much at Walt Disney like World. Like, chaos. yeah, like I, I, know, I don't know, I, I, I missed that. that a little bit. I, even the way that like you sit in the coaster vehicles, like it's a pain, and like the older I get, the more difficult it is Dude, to get out of those things. <laughs> but like that is something that I've always loved, and and you know, since I was a kid, I've been riding it. So, yeah. but that's just because I'm I'm a Walt Disney World local. So, yeah. Um, so that one was big for me. Splash Mountain. Uh, here's the thing. I'm ready. I don't think I'm it's ready. like, I don't think it's a hardcore comparison. Like, I don't think I'm going to sit here and be like, man, Splash Mountain at Disneyland was just so much better. It's, I think it's a little bit better. The only thing is what I got drenched. No, 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 no. Okay. It's, it's just, okay. it's too similar. I'm, I don't even think I can even make a comparison, but the only thing is on Disneyland, there is a part, it's just like one of the small drops and water like flowed in from the sides. My feet, I was wearing these shoes and I still wear them because I'm, I'm Dutch and I'm going to wear them until they break basically. But they're very much, if it rains or anything, my shoes get soaked. My shoes were drenched that day because I, the amount of water my bag was soaked on the ground like i've never experienced that on splash mountain before but that was crazy that a ton of water but overall 
I don't, I don't know. There's, it's pretty similar. I know Lindsay, you have a lot to say with this one, but I do. Okay. So this, I'm glad I got, I got to stay for this. Yeah. So I complete, I disagree. I don't think they're similar at all. Mm. Um, Fun fact, Splash Mountain is my favorite Disney world, a Disney attraction of all time. Um, I love Zippity Doodah. I love those animals. Um, I just grew up with it. So it's very nostalgic for me, but the Splash Mountain at Disneyland was the one ride I was very like disappointed in because ours in Disney World, one, the animatronics are so much better. Ours are a lot more updated. Yeah. The colors are more vibrant. And my big thing is our story in Disney World is a lot more cohesive. The story when you're going through our Splash Mountain makes a lot more sense than Disneyland's. Also, I like that you get wet on Walt Disney World, but like you said, we're not like I, the same thing happened to me in Disneyland. We're like our bags were soaked. We yeah. had to change our shoes. So I was like, that's a little, little much. But I think the Splash Mountain in Disney World is far superior than the Disney. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the flip side of that table. I think Disneyland is better. Um, part of the reason why I, I understand the storyline from the initial part. The one thing that I will say that Disney World's Splash Mountain storyline that to me doesn't really work too well is going from the laughing place up to the big hill. I okay. like how Disneyland takes laughing place, makes it ominous. So it kind of sets that scene and then sends you up the big hill. Yeah. Like this one, you're kind of like laughing. That's true. Place. The laughing oh, place is completely Uh-oh. different. <laughs> I do think though in like cool right now, but it's going away soon. So yeah, also I, Don't I think, me. What I'm excited once it goes away. I mean, I don't have the nostalgia for a splash mountain to me is meh. Um, once it changes, Disneyland will be far superior because of the location of the attraction compared to like New Orleans yeah, Square. Not that's frontier. my issue with Tiana coming to Disney World, like it works perfectly at Disneyland. I'm just like, once it comes here, then Frontier, like, I don't get how it's going to fit in in Frontierland. Yeah, it doesn't totally it make doesn't. sense to me. They're gonna and have that's to, what bothers me. It's like they're going to have to change. They're going to have to change, or maybe not, but they're going to have to, I feel like they're going to have to do something to like Frontierland. Yeah. They mean it's just right not anymore. Here's my, if I was an Imagineering and I had an idea that I could run with, what I would do is you merge Frontierland with Liberty Square and call it Rivers of America. So you can do like the New England side. You can blend anything you want. Bayou side, all surrounding the rivers. That's it's so lazy, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, but it makes sense. Le- at least. It's, it's I'm true. very big on theming. I but, want everything to be cohesive. I want everything to make sense. I feel like Disney's just become so about IPs agreed. that they don't even care about cohesive theming anymore. It's just let's get in as many IPs as we can. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, but. We'll see how it goes. I'm also pretty nostalgic with that one just because, again, not being a non-thrill ride, like, have to do that. That was one that's technically a thrill ride that, as a kid, like, I could do. And it was, like, that was perfect. So, I've always got had a little spot in my heart for Splash. But, yep. All right. Um, Before you move right. on, I'm going to bow out because my you, laptop is about to die. Thank you all guys right. for having me. I no, you're awesome, Lindsay. So we'll have you on soon again. get on here. I know. So pumped. But. <laughs> We'll figure out another episode for you to come on. All right. Thank you, guys. I'll see you later.
They're dropping like flies. And Sorry. then there were three. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? You're the only this is one a longer episode. Some people can handle the late <laughs> On this hours. episode of Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> Time to vote. Um, no, I don't think they're absolutely voting Jared off the island. <laughs> oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> Sorry. I have immunity. <laughs> I'm the host recording right now, so I have immunity. <laughs> Uh, no, this I know this is a longer episode, but I only have one more. And I know they have Toy Story, but like Web Slingers versus Toy Story Mania. I'm a Toy Story Mania person. I am too. I, Web Slingers was a little too, there's it's just too, too much going on where at first, this was my big mistake. I don't want to like, hear spoil. I haven't written this and I haven't seen spoilers. You know what I mean? so. oh. How long wait, can unplug, we wait? Unplug, Nick. Unplug what? real fast. <laughs> I, um, I feel like there's a lot of people who probably haven't written it either. Didn't it open like what the hell? not that long ago? I don't know. 20... It's, I think it's been around enough. 21? Last yeah, year? so that's like last year. <laughs> Give people a chance. Because I definitely went on it last year. Yeah, but I, I don't think you're ruining anything. You just you, I think no, you know the do concept not ruin of what the attraction is. Just unplug, unplug real okay, fast. Okay, go ahead. Go. Real fast. Okay, all right. So <laughs> for web slingers, it's too chaotic where I didn't know what webs. So there were two things. When I first started, I was more technique over the qual- the quantity of webs I'm trying to shoot. So like I had the fingers the same exact way, like trying to, and then I'm trying to like aim and shoot where all of a sudden, like halfway through, I look at everybody else in my car and they're just like going like this or sorry, if you, I know people can't see, but like they're just waving (laughs) their hands super fast because it doesn't really matter the motion. But I was trying to actually be like Peter Parker style and like try to actually do the motions. So that part killed me. And then like, again, I just, there were so many webs flying around everywhere and there's so many robots going around the spider robots, spider Spider bots. So like that was just too much. I just I, I like Toy Story Mania where there's like points and there I know exactly what I'm aiming for. I don't know. It's just much I more. Wish, it's a better concept. Yeah. It's a shorter ride than Toy Story Mania, and it's very noticeably shorter. Um, the one thing that I also wish they had was like almost like a practice round. Like they show you like oh it's scanning for you so you can like see it, but it doesn't actually give you like a practice round with the screen like Toy Story Mania does. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of just like ready go, and everyone's like. <laughs> Just keep going as much as you can. But yeah. Makes right. sense. Nick's, Nick's good. All right. Um, agreed. All right. So I, I think we're both Toy Story Mania, but um, cool. All right. Welcome back, Nick. Uh, that's all I have. Do you have anything else you really want to say as far as like Disneyland versus Disney World? I know I don't, we don't really need like what's better. I just, yeah. I think this is just, it, it's, this was a lot to, to, listen to but i think you have to hear all these different things that we talk about because it's just as an experience is so different from each one and like you have so much more in walt disney world and there are some better things here um i'm not so i'm not going to say like which one's better but like there's just i don't know there's maybe i need to go to disneyland again just like because the first time it was much more of like all these new things and i just the excitement levels there were now like i wonder if i go back and the spring or summer and like, but there's not overlays. There's not decorations. I actually just get to witness normal Disneyland. What do I, you know, what am I going to get? But Nick Lee, you were going to so, say something. <laughs> my personal philosophy with the two parks and I've 
always had this ever since I've gone to both of them. And I probably will still have this until someone decides they want to try to prove me wrong. But the way that I view the two parts is that Disneyland is the physical representation of Walt Disney and what he wanted. Disney World is the physical representation of the Walt Disney Company and what it has grown to become. Yeah. And that's the hill that I like. Well, I swear I'll die on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. That plays into my thoughts on it. And it's funny because I read a tweet and I sent it to the team earlier because this tweet like perfectly oh, yeah. summarizes my like idea of of the difference between Disneyland and Walt Disney World. It's it was tweeted by DCA out loud. And it says People often ask me the difference between Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Disneyland is a leisurely stroll where you do stuff as you please and eat when you see something because it's all good. Walt Disney World is a meticulously thought out and planned war that I've been mentally fighting for months and I love it. And it's so true. Like they're both amazing experiences, but they're so different. Like Disneyland is truly a leisurely stroll. Like you can take your time there. You can notice details. You, the, it, I've, I had always heard people describe Disneyland as a place where people just are so much more relaxed and like go with the flow. And I was always like, yeah, okay, whatever. I've been to Disney parks. I know what that looks like, but it is truly different. Like the atmosphere there is very, very different than it is at Walt Disney world. It's just, I rope dropped and at a rope drop at, at magic kingdom, is like game on you're in war you're like running to your rope and getting ready to get onto the attraction that you want to get onto there it was like people just were casually walking up to the ropes like taking their time it was just such a different experience when it came to that i don't i don't it's hard to say one is so much better than the other because they're just so different but disneyland has become my new favorite disney park it is number one for me um magic kingdom had always been number one for me but disneyland has definitely surpassed magic kingdom and and there's parts of magic kingdom that i feel let down with having been to disneyland so um, yeah i can totally get i get all of that um i still i do need to almost just like sit and think about my favorite parks now um yeah because i know we nick we've kind of had those conversations like especially right after our disneyland trip we were like oh i think this is our new my new favorite whatever i gotta really think about it because there was a lot to ponder with everything of just again the difference our experience with disneyland was so different too because we were on like disney like (laughs) like such a disney high that weekend because we were i mean i mean disney was getting pumped into our brains having been at expo like you know in in all assets and then to be able to go to the parks during that experience was incredible too Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm going back in march and i'm really looking forward to be to be able to go back and like you said experience it without like a holiday happening um just to kind of see disneyland as it is but then there's going to be a lot of new things that will be open when i get to travel back there will be a new world of color a new fireworks show hopefully parade will be back yeah so like please excited for that so i'm i i'm very much looking forward to that trip i'm excited to take the family back because i i think francie's going to agree that she likes the vibe there so much more yeah um but I think another thing for us too, we're all local to Walt Disney World. So in some ways, I do think that that changes our approach and our perspective on Walt Disney World. 
it's like I missed Disneyland and still do, but I was going through such serious withdrawals, leaving Disneyland, flying back across the country. I was just like, mm-hmm. no, why am I doing this? Like, why am I flying so far away from this place? That was a tough flight. <laughs> but then I thought about it and I was like, Nick, you're so spoiled and privileged. Like there's so many people that view Walt Disney world as that, like they don't live close to Walt Disney world. And so I think that that also adds to the appeal for a park for anyone, you know, the, it's like what you, like what you can't have, you want more, you know? And so we can, we can drive over to the parks anytime we want and that's awesome. But um, you know, Disneyland is definitely like a unique experience. And like Nick said that it's the history of Walt having been, at Disneyland and and walked. I mean, staying at the Disneyland hotel, the artwork in the room was like Walt standing under the castle and Walt yeah. standing by Small World. And I mean, it, there were there were times where I just got so choked up just thinking about one man had a vision for all of this, and like look at the empire that he's created because he just wanted to find a place for his kids to have a good time. Yeah. You know, like that is so. As a dad, that means so much to me it is like so inspiring and it's like it's a unique experience that you really get to grasp that at disneyland that's my rant (laughs) pixie dust everywhere at the end here i love it no that's good i love the passion book your tickets book your flight get to disneyland all your money i don't care how expensive disney is you better do it (laughs) just kidding that's a topic for another day um cool i love it thank you guys um, the only thing I know I mentioned it, but just listen, send me a message. If you're a radiator Springs racers, number one attraction all time, let me know. Cause I, I don't think I'm alone on that, but I don't know. Maybe that's a hot take, but I'm not even a cars fan. Again, that attraction just blew me away. I think it's really itself. Is stu- it cars feels like you're in stunning. the movie so much. It just, I wanted to do it, but oh. there was a guy named Jarrett who's being a drill master and was like, we need to go meet more characters. <laughs> yeah. Guys, the I'm irony. All, I'm all jacked up on characters. I love it. Let's go. I need to go see Cruella. <laughs> no time for cars. I got to go see. Yeah, now you know how I feel in the parks. <laughs> but, yeah. Let's go wait an hour and a half for this character. What? <laughs> all right. Well, Thank you, Nick Squared, Nick Lee. Love it. Nick uh, Foster, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm my losing it. It's getting late. This is like more than a two-hour episode. Um, but no, thank you, Hunter. If you're listening again to the episode and you wanted to catch what's at the end, thank you for being on. Lindsay, um, first time being on. Uh, big shout out to her as well for being on here. So uh, thank you to you listeners for listening to even our longer episodes. If you're still listening, congratulations, you made it. Um, we're at the very end. So thank you. Thank you to our happiest army on Patreon. Again, if you want to go support our podcast and also get bonus content, uh, you can check out patreon.com slash happiest podcast on earth. But thank you to all of those that are on there. We do have our virtual night coming up as well, where we're going to do a Halloween themed. We're going to have a lot of games online. We're going to um, do a little fun power hour, which is going to be fun. So we're going to do a lot of fun stuff for that. Uh, but remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is not goodbye. This is you real soon. So we'll talk to you all later. Please stay safe out there. Have a magical week. And ta-ta for now. Happy birthday, Jarrett. Oh, thank you. Everyone needs to go flood Jarrett's DMs with birthday messages. Oh, jeez. Thank you so much. (laughs) If I get five, I'm going to be happy. That'll be good. Do it, everyone. You've got time. If you're listening to this Friday, the birthday's tomorrow. Cue the music. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll end that.